Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Christmas Day on the Timeless Podcast. Hello, I'm joined by Jono to my left, Elijah to my right, who's in the TV and also on the train somehow, uh, Adam Amun, who's hanging out with the Muppets, Beef, who's in his kitchen drinking as he always is, and Connor, who's in some kind of blue limbo hell. Um, Why has well, everybody else's background got a mention and mine hasn't? Because uh, I didn't know what it was. I didn't want to come across like an idiot. Oh, oh my God. God. Ben and Angie and the Queen. 30 million people mm. watched. Then Watts give Angie Watts her divorce pro- pro- papers live on Christmas Day. Well, not exactly live, but give her the divorce papers on Christmas Day, 1986. Most watched piece of television in UK history. It's Apart from the moon landing. It's, it's the Queen Vic. I think it is more than the moon landing because not, not so many people had tellies in 1969. Did 30 million people have tellies in 1969? No, they spent all year going, hey. Um... <laughs> <laughs> And who, fucking Doctor who. And who, who, who knew that this year's Christmas special would start off with John's favourite thing, you and figures. Anyway, welcome everyone to the Christmas Thomas podcast here, the second one we haven't done. And the figures are actually important, and they were important yeah. in 1986 and 1969, they're just not now. Jesus Christ. How are we all? I'll go from the, I'll go in the same order. Jono, how are you? It's Christmas Day. How are you feeling? I'm feeling rather jolly, actually. I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a few jars down. Um, you know, obviously, if anybody's listening to this at 8 a.m., yes, I am still a few days up to Giles Dan. Um, it's very Christmassy. It's Christmas. Um, looking forward to me dinner. Um, looking forward to uh, looking forward to new Doctor Who a week today. Um, looking forward to some West Ham points over the uh, over the over the Christmas fixtures. And uh, yeah, I'm very good, mate. Um, obviously, if anything drastic were to happen to me between actual recording and Christmas Day, this will all look sound rather fucking spooky now, wouldn't it? It'd be like from beyond the grave or something. <laughs> In fact, we're all ghosts. Um, yeah. 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 Like, you know, I feel like Marley's ghost rattling chains over your um, over your Christmas Day podcast. Uh, whenever I'm editing it, I'm just here. I just hear Mate, if I... So you're saying you're saying that if I browned it between recording and Christmas Day, <laughs> rather than keeping it in as a tribute, you would fucking edit me out. <laughs> that was so- wow. <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting- <laughs> That's wow. not what I said. That's we're, not what I said. Yeah, we're replacing <laughs> with Jake and Dudman. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is not what I said. I said. It'll probably sound about as much like me as he does like Peter fucking Capaldi. <laughs> How many do you add? Three or four. That is the right answer. Um, Elijah, you're, uh, is this technically your first appearance on the podcast? Or is this forget? is my first appearance on the Timeless Podcast. Well, Potentially the last. Potentially the last. <laughs> uh, this well, is the Elijah, man behind Elijah, my, my first appearance went very well, so... Yes, um, it, it's super early for Elijah. You know, like like Santa Claus may not have seen yet. Yeah, yeah mate, not he, yet, not yet. He's gonna he's gonna try and do those I caught Santa Claus at six a.m. challenges gone wrong. Yeah, I actually have some like webcams set up downstairs next to yeah. the tree. So uh, at the glass, of it'll either be Santa Claus or the boss baby. At the glass of whiskey and the carrot in your hallway still intact. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's the boss yeah. baby. Well, Elijah, the funny thing is that we recorded an entire episode of the Thomas podcast, which never got released. Yeah, 
Funny Adam was there. Ad- that wasn't down to me, but I'll say that. I'll say that now. I was up for releasing it. Okay, and got... blame the Australians. Okay. I'm not happy. Yeah, it's down to the Australian government. No, I'm joking. <laughs> blame the Wiggles. Yeah, the way. Fuck the Wiggles. You what? <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, Adam the Moon. How are you? How are you, sir? Merry Christmas, King Hyman. How are you, sir? Yeah, very well. Merry Christmas, one. Merry Christmas, all. It's a great, it's great, great time to be here. Great time to be chatting with many of friends. And I just want to say, you know, just do a little mini review. Um, seeing twenty Willem Dafoe fill up the screen in Spider-Man: No Way Home was quite the highlight of the oh, year. Yeah. Oh, 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 what do you mean? Well, it's it's been out a week. It's been out yes, a week. Yes, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm taking I'm taking my niece and nephew. So I've got, I've got to come bake it around the. I'm not seeing it until between Christmas and Boxing and like New Year. Oh, oh, ah, no. oh, oh no! Oh no! Oh dear! Oh god! Anyway, I don't, I, beef, 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 save it. Beef, how are you? Save it. This has It's already gone downhill. Um, beef, save it. Oscar, how are you? Uh, yeah, I'm uh, another year older, probably, you know, certainly not another year wiser. Um, uh, I'll probably have drunk so much that I will literally be shaking Stevens uh, by this, uh, by tomorrow. Um, oh, God. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, yeah, that's what? it. Yeah. I, I, I will have, uh, you know, I've now not worn long trousers in over a year. So uh, that's good. I, I'm, I'm maintaining the status quo. Um who ironically won't have a Christmas single. Um, well, one of them might. Uh, <laughs> they are a Christmas single, literally. Uh, oh, oh, God. What weighs 10 pounds and won't get plucked this Christmas? Rick Parfit's guitar. Yeah, we go. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Um, and finally... Oh, that, that was Slade. Oh, shut up. Um, and finally, to, to Connor Allen. Hello, chap. How are you? I'm a bit shaken, to be honest. I was visited by three ghosts last night. Did you change your ways as a result? Yeah, no, <laughs> I'll tell you what, it sounds like grinder's <laughs> gone downhill. Uh... <laughs> I mean, God, I didn't know you'd get that desperate around Christmas. Jesus Christ. Uh, it's Christmas time. It's time to be very bloody afraid. Yes. How, how are you? What, are you ah! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I was opening my bottle of Buck's Fizz. He's actually got a bottle of Buck's Fizz. You can't get more seasonal than that, Chief. You know, feeling festive, isn't it? So, two seconds. What? Do you, I do like up, that. Chief? Cheers. I do like the fact that it took you five minutes to open your box space because you were making your mind up. Cheers, everyone. Merry Christmas. Cheers, everybody. Here's the fun question of what is everyone drinking? Apart from Elijah, who does, it's probably chocolate milk. It's always chocolate milk. Well, I'm drinking Buck's Fizz. I, I know that. Um, what are I'm, you tr- I'm drinking some very onica pale ale, which is very nice. What about you, Ad? Water. That's, is that is that the best you could like? I'm not saying alcohol yes. specifically. That's the best you could do is water. I think so, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, not, I even, not even a Coca-Cola drink. I mean, I, I, know, no. I know. I know you're effectively Carvanista, but you, you don't have to, like, you get that much into into character. 
Yeah. Uh, beef. I love the effect on the whiskey bottle, by the way. I love the little tinsel. Christmas. Christmas. Scrooge and McKay. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping for a sponsorship deal at this point. Um, yeah. You can find me at the Beefhead, uh, White Mackay, um, and other whiskey manufacturers. Apart from Bells, your shit's disgusting. What about Pendarin? <laughs> Penguin? Yeah, pe- yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, exactly, yeah. If, if I'm sponsored by Penguin, I'll be selling that very cheaply at a market at uh, top prices, <laughs> so you'll know where to find me too. In fact, well, if good people have bullet bourbon, um, if you're interested in uh, sending me some stuff so that I can plug it, I'm more than happy to. Yeah, I'll throw out random names of every company throughout the course of this podcast in the hope of some form of sponsorship. Um, 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 but if anyone at Char- Character Options would like to send me a Doctor Who figure so I could plug that. Um. This podcast is sponsored <laughs> by Honey. <laughs> honey. Character <laughs> Options, give me figures, I'll plug it. I'm not even going to ask where you're going to plug it. Oh God! It's it's, it's no, but today's podcast is sponsored by Raid. No, it's not. Um, use code Beef at checkout to save twenty percent on Raid Shadow Legends and get like six thousand silver or whatever the meme was back back in day. Is Raid Shadow Legends still a thing? So yes, that? it is. But also, you know, you, you, I saw I saw an advert today for Coin Master, the mobile game featuring the Spice Girls because you know they love money. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right, we will get into our first we will get into our first festive activity. So throughout this podcast there will be three kind of pitch, I call them pitch things, they're not really particularly, you're not pitching me an idea, but uh, in terms of, I'm going to ask you a question, you're going to give me uh, you're going to give me an answer, and then I'm going to pick which I think is the best. That's how questions work, Alex. Yes. So, for example, you could t- you could ask me, what is the worst Christmas film? If you said Deck the Halls, I'd give you the right answer. Um, that is not one of them here today, but I do want to know, what is the worst Christmas song? And it has to be a Christmas song. It can't just be a random song that you go, you know, it can't just be this. You know, it has to be an actual Christmas song. We'll go, because we'll go in the order that I've been before. So, John Cook, what is your least favourite? Or it might not even be your least favourite, it might just be just the worst Christmas song. Um, I hope we're not going in this order every time because I don't want to go first every time. That's a bit. No, you won't be. I just did it for this one and it will, it will swap around. Uh, okay. Um, the worst Christmas song. I'm assuming we mean like in terms of traditional, uh, of like sort of modern pop songs rather than your more sort of traditional carols and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I, yeah, because... yeah, anything written by Germans. Uh... <laughs> don't get me started on O Tannenbaum. I don't know what they're saying. They could be saying anything, really. Um, <laughs> um I mean. It's really, really tempting to say Rock and Roll Christmas by Gary Glitter. You can. But actually, it's a fucking banger. It is. Um, (laughs) I would say worst Christmas song. Oh, there was a guy. I, I can't even remember the guy's name right. But there was a guy who lost out in the auditions in X Factor a few years ago and Simon Cow basically turned around and went, oh yeah, you'll never get a chart here and if you did, I'll, I'll give you £50,000. And so he actually released a song called 50 Grand for Christmas and it was awful. <laughs> and it and basically the chorus sort of went, I want to get 50 grand for Christmas Buy this record now Fifty grand for Christmas. Help me, Simon Cow. 
And yeah, it was toilet. There we go. Okay, next up, we're going to go with Mr. Mamoon. Right. Um, honestly, it's like hard to pick the worst. Well, you can just to... you can you can pitch one that you think I might think is the work and hope of winning if you want to. You know, you uh, oh, okay. If if you were struggling, I mean, I would prefer you to go with your least favorite. But if you are struggling, you could perhaps try and twist it that way if you if you'd like. Um. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'd take you as a Mariah Carey fan, to be honest. Oh, so are you going to go with Oh, oh you stole mine, one? Adam. Because <laughs> I'm going yeah, to... why fair, not? Uh, to be fair, Elijah, he saved you. Um, he saved you from possibly one of uh, my favourite Christmas tunes in general. But Adam, <laughs> please, do if tell. Just jump in, I can I've just Googled it. The chap's name was Paul Holt. Paul Holt, okay. But Adam, why why for you is All On For Christmas is to you the worst Christmas song? And I will not just take the word overplayed as the reason. You know, overplayed. Um, you can name it as a reason, but I can't just accept it's on too much as the as just that reason alone. You need to give me more. Right, okay. Um, I would say... Um, That's yeah. too much of a Christmas guy. He's struggling to be... Yeah, I am. You can, yeah. you can start me off like this. Wait, look, look, look. That's what Christmas is to Alex. It's all about the hate. Uh... Yeah, I know. What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> it gets more positive as we go along. I thought if you oh, start Christ. negative and then get more positive, it'd be better, though. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd have to say anybody who thinks... God. Anybody who thinks that Christmas is redoundingly positive <laughs> clearly hasn't heard 50 grand for Christmas. <laughs> so Adam chose a lot of Christmas you. Right, Elijah, pick another one, please, sir. Okay. Well, I am an Elton John fan, but I'm not the biggest fan of Step Into Christmas. Okay. Explain. So, Explain. Yeah. Explain to me. Explain. I don't know. What? I just don't like it. You can't say I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I need a bit more than that. You know, John was good. He gave me a backstory uh, to the song. He gave me the reason why I didn't like it. I did it more than I don't know. Not much to it lyrically. <laughs> No, does does a Christmas song need too much to it lyrically though? It's a Christmas tune. I mean that Ed Sheeran and Elton John one doesn't have much to it lyrically, but it's still a decent banger. Um, yeah, okay. You know what I mean, I mean the only Christmas song I really hate was the one that Adam took. So, I mean to also jump in. Apparently, fifty grand for Christmas, which was written by the same bloke who wrote "Every Loser Wins" by Nick Berry. So that there's an extenders tonight. <laughs> Welcome to the EastEnders podcast. Yes. We should totally fucking do an EastEnders podcast. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, me, me and John would have been great on that. The EastEnders podcast John. sponsored by John. the Timeless podcast. Sponsored by Honey. Um, <laughs> and Connor, give me your Lisa. I know, I know you got a few. I know you're quite uh, passionate. Yeah, yeah. So Santa Claus has got the AIDS by Tiny Tim. Because it's, it's just because it's in poor taste. It is a it's a it's a it's a very bad song. It is a very fucking bad song. I I don't know this one. It's a very oh, bad. Listen to it. Listen to it. No, you can't play it because of because of copyright issues. I'm not playing it, but but it is it is actually yeah. I I'm familiar with the aforementioned song. Well, act
Well, what I'm going to do is I am going to play the songs in my ears quickly on a very low volume. So 50 pounds for well, Christmas. And another one I was going to say is just an honourable mention because I see it in Christmas song countdowns, like when uh, they show them on like um, now Christmas TV channel, etc. I will always love you. It's not a fucking Christmas song. So if if it's it's between those two. Yeah, it was a Christmas number one, but it's not a Christmas song. Yeah. Okay, and as such, and I will always love you. I hate that tune. So you hate that tune, okay? And beef. It's it's a it's a controversial hot take. Uh, It's uh, uh, I really don't like Fairy Tale in New York. I'm with you on this one. Uh, I just I, might well, actually win this one. I'm I, 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 I feel it's, uh, yeah, obviously you said uh, overplayed. It's also overhyped. It's one of yes. those things. Now it's a case of every time the fucking song starts, yes. someone will chap up and say, you know what happened to Kirsty McCool, don't you? <laughs> yeah, a kiss from a swimming around the rhythm. Um, <laughs> literally, God, every time I played it. Every it time. <laughs> someone fucking regardless will fucking say the same thing every pissed up woman that i hear you know staggering along the road outside my house some presents everyone elijah (laughs) everyone i hear yeah i hear the i yeah everyone thinks they can sing it um no matter their state of sobriety or ebriation and everything like that and it's sort of like oh no, I've just, it's just like uh, too much now, to be honest with you. Yeah, the, the 70s classics I can sort of live with and tolerate, to be honest with you, because, but Fairy Tale of New York is just like, oh, no, nah, it, it just, it doesn't actually speak to me about the Christmas experience. Would you Absolutely. say it was, would you say it? I'm old enough to remember this as well. It wasn't really as popular and as loved until Kirsty died. Yeah. Over the last 20 years, it's had it just that- seems to be a song for people who just like to, like, basically curse at their loved ones. Um, never mind, like, the, 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 re- the redub issue with, like, a couple of the words in it. But it's just like, it's just like, I don't know. I don't understand the, the I don't thing. Get the, the, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get the hype no, surrounding the, it. The, the, also, let's, 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 let's dub out the homophobia, but keep in the misogyny. Yeah. Well, also, it was it was it wasn't even Christmas number one. What was Christmas number one that year? Oh God, first mention of the podcast. Oh what was Christmas number one that year? Was Pet Shop Boys always on my mind? Shut up. So all I'm saying is, okay. No. Was it? Was it yeah, no, yeah, that was because of Josh Ackland. But, but if I will always love you isn't a Christmas nut song, then neither is always on my mind. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it's a Christmas song. I'm just saying it was beaten to number one in 1987. Right. Okay. What does that tell so, you about the song at the time? So, so I've got my four songs. I've got John's. What was it? 50k for Christmas. 50 grand for Christmas. 50k for Christmas. Um, and that is because it's a terrible song that was written by a guy that couldn't sing on X Factor. Um, Adam and Moon gave us all of Christmas is You just because it exists, apparently. Yep. That's all he gave us. There we go. Connor, yeah. Allen gave, Connor Allen said to me, uh, was um, I Will Always Love You, uh, which my first nan who died went out to at a funeral. So I have a very connection to that song. So unfortunately, Adam, Connor. It's not a Christmas song. Yeah, it's no, also no, not no, 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 no. I Will Always Love You is the honourable mention. Oh, what was the actual mention? My actual, my actual song was Santa Claus has got the AIDS. Okay, this year. <laughs> that, this year. Uh, but, the, 
but the winner is because Beef named my actual least favorite Christmas song is Fairytale New York because I like everything Beef said. I don't understand it. It's not well. It's not well performed. The lyrics are whatever. It just it's really negative. It makes no sense. The only good bit about it is when they talk about the bells are ringing out for Christmas Day, and you have that little music no, winter. You've never even heard Fifty Man for Christmas. But, but I had yeah, but I was going to go with that one until Beef actually named the one that I hate the most. If Beef didn't hit the nail on the head, you would have won it. You haven't heard that Santa Claus has got the AIDS. Yeah, but I know that I have a and no I, one should. <laughs> <laughs> right, so Beef, um, your team now has three points. We don't know who is on your team yet, and that's how this fits me. Well, will, will you be keeping score of this? <laughs> yes, I, I have. I have a spreadsheet. Okay. So, Beef, Beef you... It's so stacked in favour of one team in the quiz that you need to even... No, 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 no. There are other pitch meetings. There are other pitch meetings in which similar points will be available later on within the show. So, don't worry mm. that... Also, drink Coca-Cola. It's great. <laughs> okay, so now I had an issue because Elijah was in a team with someone and he's fucked off. So instead well, of my that, original, we've now got two and two, so that's obviously yeah. prepared, isn't it? So so now so now it's equal. So instead of rejigging the teams myself, beef, I will let you pick a teammate. No, I I I I'll, I'll stand my own just to make it very difficult. No, 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 it's too, no, 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 because you you would have if Eli- you, you were you were on you were on your own until Elijah left, and now you have to pick a teammate. It's, I I made it. I don't want anyone to feel uh, you know just, left out, and okay, no, no, I okay. feel I feel that's desperately unfair. Right? Okay, okay, Alex, do, do, Alex, okay. that's not what the season's all about. It's all okay, about okay. Do, 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 Alex, you are the quiz master. So okay, effectively your decision. Uh, I shall put. Let's not go to playgrounds and the captains pick and who picks last. Okay. This is giving I, me flashbacks to PE. I, I was, I was in was his, his pants, and ironically, he was in his pants then too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dave, I will give you Elisha's teammate, who was uh, none other than Adam Mamoon. So there you go. John right and so. Connor. John and Connor end up together still. Um, it, was, it wasn't the initial thing originally, it was going to be John and Elijah. But um, and then I switched it, switched it round again, and now it ends up with Beef and Adam, John and Connor. So here we go. So you got four rounds, guys. I'll tell you the rounds now. You got Christmas films, you got you got Christmas music, you got the uh, you got. I didn't know really what to call this round because I could get the right word, but I called it a word association. It's not really word association. But uh, then what is it? Um, so essentially, I'm going to text one member of your team. <laughs> Excuse me. I mean, you call it word association, but it's not really word association. So what I, is it, Alex? There's not really a name for it. It's a round that has no name. Shut up. I'm gonna text you. I'm gonna text you. Uh, uh, I'm gonna text you five things, and within 30 seconds, you've got to tell the other member of your team verbally what, what it is the, about saying the thing. So, like, if it was like that's really good for an audio-based podcast. No, 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 no. That's what it is. Because, well, I mean, it is because it's a word game. Yeah. So, like, if I gave you beef Christmas cracker, you'd have to explain to Adam a moon. Without saying the words Christmas cracker, what he needs to say, if you get what I mean. So you'd have to go with pulley thing at Christmas. <laughs> that's not shit. But... Explosive device. <laughs> I'm laughing at how you said cracker, cracker. <laughs> um, but yeah, so first things first is uh, this is a, a round where you could. You've got my phone to... number? Fuck. Yeah. Um... <laughs> you could. This round, there is, there is no like, there is no conferring. This is just, you've got a. You guys can text each other what you think the answers are, 
and then you tell me at the end. It's like it's just like big fat quiz sort of style. This first round, so like, I would know. Oh, yeah, 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 no, we can uh, we can do it, and it's it's like yeah, you, but, you, we, they can guess, and you can say yeah, ding ding ding. You were no 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 no, but there's no buzzing in because oh, both both teams can do it. So, oh wow, but, this seems amazingly well organised. Okay, let's go. Cool. It is. Okay. It was in my head until it all got rejigged literally three minutes ago. Come on. Okay, so what is the highest grossing Christmas film of all time? I'll give you a bonus point if you can give me the near estimation as to how much it made. Alone. Is it Ghostbusters 2? I think we're meant to be conferring on this. You're meant to be conferring and texting and telling me at the end. I'm saying now it's not Ghostbusters 2. It was a joke. You don't pay my phone. Alex Kingdom, you don't pay my phone bill. (laughs) Just use the messenger. It's a fine Christmas film. Okay, so this is a uh, a film literally centered around the Christmas story. It, right. Okay. So this isn't one that just came out in December and they called it a Christmas film. This Very is hard. Because I mean, like, you have to text Adam and say what you think the film is, and you have to agree on it. You can't just keep naming uh, it. Adjusted for inflation. Uh yes. This this is the definitive. This is this this. The Adam, most, Adam, the, Adam, I've texted you and said it's die hard. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, got it, got it, got okay. it. Okay, okay. <laughs> there are going to be some easy questions, some difficult questions. Right, are we all ready for question two, or do we need more confer time? No, so I we, said it was die hard. <laughs> okay, how many Home Alone films are there? Sorry, how many Home Alone films are there? Adam, I've texted you and said it's five. <laughs> can okay tell me when you guys are ready for the third question there are five questions this round the fifth question is super easy so I, I back you guys for that one where was question three and four we're not well, done with that yet I just said the question yeah okay right are we ready for question three yes can you name me two members of the cast from the film Elf that is not Will Ferrell? Yes. Okay. Well, Adam, I'll take you the answer. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Are we ready for question four? Yes. What about team? What about team John Connor? That's what I'm calling yeah. you. Okay. Question four: Who played Arthur in Arthur Christmas? Or who was the voice of Arthur, as it were? Yeah, just got your text. Beef, wonderful. Thank you. Excellent. Yeah. So, so hang on. You have team John Connor, as in, are we going full Terminator? John Connor. John well, Connor. I could call you Adam Beef or Beef the Moon, but I don't know whether it's a very popular dish in some parts of the world. <laughs> oh, that was Arnold Schwarzenegger's character in Commando, Adam Beef. Yeah. There we go. Um, and Heston Blumenthal loves to, loves to serve up a plate of Beef the Moon. By the way, I am trusting you not to just go on Google and do this stuff, by the way. I'm, you know, or so, Bing. Who uses okay. Bing these days? Okay, right. I'm asking Jeeves, man. I, I, yeah, I'm, man. <laughs> uh, are we ready for question five? No, I'm not prepared for this. 
No? Do we need more no, time? No, I'm really not prepared the for The excitement is too great. The anticipation <laughs> is literally yeah, taking me over the edge. Like, I, I thought Christmas so would give... Preparation I thought all this, yeah, I thought all this sugar and candy canes would be uh, much of a sugar high. No, this is, this is doing it for me. This okay. Is, this is so thrilling. I need another mince pie. Okay, shut up. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was originally much better, but there were more people. And that's I, yeah, that's it. I've, I've, I've literally I've <laughs> snorted six mince pies since the start of this podcast. Um, <laughs> shut the fuck up. All right, question five. What is my favorite Christmas film? Oh, it's easy. It's uh, fa- uh, Santa, uh, Father Christmas versus the aliens. Um, <laughs> no, was it, was it, is it Santa, uh, Santa versus the Martians? What's that one in Stay Tuned? The, you know, the one with, with Lee Majors. Um, You're asking the wrong crowd. Yeah, that's okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> have, we, have we all completed five questions of this quiz? Yes. Are we completed? John Connor team, how are we feeling? John Connor team. John Connor. Are you are you are you comfortable? Yeah, we've got answers for all five of these. Okay, you got you got answers. Okay. Now what there's a caveat in which I, I suffer here because if any team gets over three points, and if both teams do it, I have to take two. <laughs> if any team gets over three points, I take a shot. A shot. Okay. Okay. What are you okay. shooting? I, I thought you'd already had your booster. <laughs> No, that's on the. Actually, by now, yes, I would have. It's Christmas Day. Yes, I have had my. Oh, okay, mine on Thursday too. Chin chins. Uh, yeah. He's got to have that booster of cunt. Okay. Yes, indeed, I do. Okay. So, right. Who wants to go and say their answer on what was the highest grossing Christmas film? Who wants I'm, to give I'm, a rough I'm, estimation? I'm, I'm happy to read ours out. Yeah, go. Yeah. On. Uh, White Christmas. Uh, incorrect. What was it? Well, I can't. I want to see what Adam and Beef. <laughs> I t- what, what is it? Well, I, I text Adam. Die Hard <laughs> with seven hundred and sixty-four million dollars. It it is Die Hard overall. There What's you go. Christmas time. But it it was on the list of official uh, on the official movie thing you will be, and it said Die Hard is the most highest. Where so blame, are my detonators? And you've got the right amount. So that's two points to Team Adam Beef. Sorry, how much? Two points because you got the money and you got. Well, how much? How much money did they say? You, you were right. You were You were. It was in the seven hundred million. It was seven hundred ninety million after. Inflation. I said seven hundred sixty-four. That's not bad. That's not that bad. bad actually. Um, what's okay. thirty? Well, yeah. What's uh, yeah? Thirty-four okay. million between friends. Uh, right, th- right, this one should be easy. How many home alone films are there? I'll answer. Yep. Six. Correct. Home Alone 1, Home Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, Home Alone 3, Home Alone 4, Home Alone, The Holiday Heist, and Home Sweet Home Alone. Yeah. I mean, you told him he was right right before you'd heard our answer, but I can confirm we said six as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That that was the easiest one. So how many shots have you got to do, Alex? So right now I've got got to do one because they've hit three, but if they also hit three, then um, yeah. Okay, right. I, do, I now need to. I, I'm going to trust you guys carefully here with this one. Can you name me two, two members of the cast of Elf that aren't Will Ferrell? I'm going to go to Team uh, John John Connor first because well, we got this correct because you said, "Can we name you two members of the cast that aren't Will okay, Ferrell?" That, and we yeah. said, "No, no." So that is correct. <laughs> Can we get a point for that? Thank you. <laughs> no, it's not. 
The wording of your question was Can two members of the cast of Elf that aren't Will Ferrell? And said, No. No, no, no. The question should have been then Name me two actors. You know, no, 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 not can you? Can you? It's just if if this were neck and neck or we were in front, then you might have called to say, Well, actually, you know what I meant. No, 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 no no points, no points. Given that we are behind, no, we get a point for that. No, you don't. No, it's we your don't. Fuck up. No, you don't. It's your fucker. I don't give a fuck. No, you don't. Adam, no. I think Adam's going to be on our side as a, well. A, 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 a correct answer is either yes or no, yeah, because Adam, you asked him if they Adam could. Agreed. Do you agree? I, 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 I concur. Yeah. Question, okay, okay. The question I had right, written down was name two men. I, I just said, can you? As like well, a sort of... this, well, well this, isn't, this didn't come up on screen. I'm so sorry. Audio podcast. The other team agreed oh. to a point for it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, Alex. Yeah. Okay. 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 Half point. You, you just don't want half to do point. Yeah. Half point. You, half you point. Half point. You just don't want to do another shot. But I'll tell you this now. We've got the last two right. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um, okay. Right. So so far, one point five to three points is what I've got here. Right. On, these guys give the other answer. Okay, yeah, you could get four. Okay, Zoe Deschanel. Yes. James Kahn. <laughs> yes, he's done it. Peter, Peter Dinklage. Yes. Uh, Mary Steenburgen. Yes. And, yeah, and yeah, Bob yeah. Newhart. <laughs> he's done. Yes, so... All I had was, like, you. Deschanel and Dinklage. But yes, Newhart is... Uh, yeah, of course. Damn it. Dinklage just sounds like something you should see a doctor about. <laughs> Who? Okay. Are you um, looking to verify those answers to make sure they're correct? Yes, no, they no, are. No, no. <laughs> I was writing down in my notes uh, what points people were on. Okay. Who played Arthur and Arthur Christmas? Uh, team uh, Adam Beef, Beef Adam, Beef Mamoon, whatever you want to quiz. Whatever you want to quiz of. Uh, Eddie Redmayne. Incorrect. James McAvoy. Correct. Oh, damn. There we go. Toot, toot, motherfucker. And then finally, I hope this again. This this was me just going. What could I ask? What is my favourite Christmas film? It is Ain't a Wonder My Life. It's the correct answer. Did Team Beef Adam get that? No. <laughs> Did you put my favourite Christmas Carol? These lot are judging you now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so far, you kill Tiny Tim, Alex. <laughs> They may be judging him, but they know in their That's like a that's like a disabled on disabled crime. I feel it's a very unacceptable. They, they may be judging him, but they know in their hearts that he's right. Right. So far, you're, you're you're both. If we're including the dodgy point of the answer, no, not dodgy. So no, no I, I would say it isn't. We're on four points apiece. If, if it teaches you to be a more accurate quizmaster for future rounds, it's good. That's one shot. I think you should do a bonus shot because I got so close on the monies for the diehard as well. <laughs> Shut <the fuck> up. <laughs> I reckon so too, Beef. I, I, I do. I, not being funny, I think that's like that's that's like pulling uh, magic numbers out of my baton. Bat- <laughs> Come on, Alex. No. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing two back to back, and that's it. 
By the way, uh, for the purposes of those listening via the audio medium, Alex is drinking apple sours. Uh, apple sours is a drink that comes in a variety of flavors, and it's great for your Christmas experience. Yeah, you can find is. me at thebeefhead on twitter.com. Um, okay, this, this round you guys should like. All right, this round you guys should like. Now, because you're level, I am going to add, because of some controversy that t- the team has felt, I will offer John at team, team, you know, John Connor, pack A or pack B for this one. You can, it's like the chase. You put have pack week. No, you can't have pack week. No. Now we're team, we're team John Connor, not team. You can, you can only have pack butcher. Um, okay. Um, pack, pack A or Pack B? Well, as we, yeah, we'll have Pack B for Pack Butcher. Okay, yeah, don't, okay. Have, don't have Pack A, it's just okay. Uh, okay. All right, so this is complete the Christmas song lyric round. In this round, every every uh, answer is worth two points. You need to give me the finished lyric and what song it is from. You can give me one or the other if you can't get the artist. If, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Pack, t, you know, Team A. In Santa case, Claus has. <laughs> okay. I so, saw mommy. You got you got you guys can confer live on screen for this one. You guys can discuss. Right, okay. If they if they don't know, team John Connor can steal, but there is no conferring. So you can't right, go, yeah, we'll steal. These guys are going first. These guys are going first because you you're like, you're like you're like Bradley Falsh. Um you know, yes. this year. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fanny so uh, do we do, do yeah, Fanny, yeah, I am Fanny's fella. Do do we know the, the rules of the game? Is there any clarification I need to do? That's There's a song, you tell us what the lyric is and what the song is, yeah? Yes, yes, okay, exactly. So I will say like the lyrics leading up to the lyric. I want you you to said like 10 sentences and I put it in one. Okay, there we go. Okay, so room is swaying, records playing, all the old songs we love to hear. What is the next lyric and what song is that from? You guys can confer live on air. You don't need sex here this time. You guys can just speak. Uh, I've got beef, beef sex. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Them DMs are going back and forth. So, um, yeah, so did, BBM, so did, do, do, Okay. Do, exactly. you know what this, do you know what this song is? Uh, what the next lyric is? Who are you asking? You, you two. Oh, was it us? Oh, I thought it was yes. them. No, it's you yeah. first. You. Oh, sorry. Could you repeat the question, please, Alex? <laughs> For fuck's sake! <laughs> to be fair, I didn't really get it either. <laughs> For fuck's sake! Okay. You get it so but, quickly. Uh, okay, I'll do, do, do a more stylistic voice. Room is swaying, records playing, all the old songs we love to hear. I need the next lyric and also what song it is. I can repeat it if you want me to. It's Merry Christmas, everyone. Oh, no, no, yes. Thank you, I know it. By Shaken Stevens. Yes, but what is the next lyric? I can repeat How it. How I wish that every day was Christmas. What yeah. a nice way to spend the year. Okay, I'll give it, I'll give it to you because it's all I wish, but how I wish is fine. Yeah, you've got two points. Nice job. Let me just dot that down on my... Uh, that puts you on six. Right, the next... In, I'll do, in, in your Firefax. Yeah, like this this next one though is for team um is for team John Connor. Yeah, all right. Okay, so they've got cars big as bars, they got rivers of gold. But the wind blows right through you, it's no place for the old, and that's very tale of New York. It is indeed two points. Your favourite Christmas song. It is you can't get enough of it. Insert Jenkins reference here. Okay, 
This one, this one's a difficult one. I say this is the most difficult one in, in pack A, I'd say, for me, because it's a very basic lyric. A very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. This is for Team uh, Beef Adam, Beef the Moon. Adam, Beef. Let's hope it's a good one without any fear. Merry Christmas, war is over. Uh, well, done. <laughs> well done. John okay. Legend. Yep. Uh, John Legend. <laughs> um. Okay, this next one. <laughs> fuck. The fuck? The fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. Okay. Okay. I can't right, even ne- say why I found that so funny. Okay, right. This right. next one is for Team John Connor again. It's the happiest season of all with all those holiday greetings. Oh. Man, I feel like a woman by uh, Shania Twain. I can repeat it. I can do that. Right. Um, it's the ha- happiest season of all with all those holiday greetings. And gay happy meetings. No, 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 yeah. No, you, you didn't actually say the hap happiest the first time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, but I need, I need more than gay happy. I need more than just that. Gay happy more. meetings and... Game happy meetings lots of good cheer. No, John, you could save it. You could save it. You can at least get the song title. You can at least get get a point. Right. So you said it's the happiest season of all with those oh. holiday greetings. With those gay happy meetings. meetings. He's got that right, but I need more of the lyric. Most wonderful. T- what? Well, um, obviously, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's a song. Um, yes. Uh, so there's a point. Is, is that what you needed? Holiday. Holiday. No, I need. I need. Sorry, I need the rest you, of the what, lyric. What did you say, Connor? I, I, oh, the only bit of the lyric that I got was "gay happy meetings." And is that correct? That is correct. But I need more. It's half of the lyric. With it's... loved ones are near. No. Adam and Beef. What a bitch! <laughs> That's fucking bullshit. I got the fucking <laughs> lyric. It's it's something no no it's a, like something good cheer um, spreading good oh, yeah. cheer it's close I said oh, good hang cheer. no hang on, hang on. no but I need to spike what you said what, what no, is I mean, your final guess no 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 they're not allowed to confer yeah they're, they're not allowed to confer and bringing good cheer no okay so the lyric is a gay happy meanings when friends come to call well that's that fucking is... nothing close to what I said that's what we said <laughs> you didn't say. Wait, what, what did you say? What did you say? Gay happy meetings when friends come to call. What did you say? What was the line you said? Uh, 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 hang on two seconds. Um, uh, uh, so with those with those holiday greetings and gay happy meetings when friends come to call. So, but hang on, no, no, no. You started before that, so you said it's the hap happiest. So I said was this is the lyric I gave you. It's the hap happiest season of all with those holiday greetings. Right. That's what I gave you. And then Connor got to the gay happy meetings bit, but he didn't get... When well, there you go. It's official. We all hate Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ruined. I'd say that's fucking harder than their one. Yeah, no, there are, no, no, there are some difficult ones as we go. Like, it's not... They're, 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 they're mixed. Describe their one as the hardest one. No, no, I thought of that... Because I thought it was a basic lyric, but Beef knew it. Um... <sighs> Uh, 
Well, we're way okay. This remember this is for chief, uh, Team Beef Adam. Well, we're way up north where the air gets cold. There's a tale about Christmas that you've all been told. How I, I just wanted you to repeat the question because I want to hear you talk about the north again. Okay. <laughs> well, we're way up north where the air gets cold. There's a tale about Christmas that you've all been told. Personally, I think this round's bullshit. It's what do you mean? run reindeer by the Beach Boys. It is indeed. Uh, hang on. That's it is not the indeed. Name of the song. It's not the name of the song, but I'll, uh, if you can get if you can get the name of the song, you're on the right track. I can't give you a point for that. It's no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right, so you get another stab. No, but you can get a stab at the lyric. Hey, look, I live in South London. Everyone gets another stab. Fuck's um... <laughs> What do you mean? Everyone gets a knife at Christmas. That's a one thing. You get you get an orange in your stocking and a knife. That's how it works in Croydon. Yeah. Okay. And sometimes, um, sometimes the orange contains a razor blade. Yeah. I've heard the, I've heard the East End get knuckle dusters. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the West End get. Probably a dust feather. Else, um, apparently. Um, Oh, they get they get they get a visit from the pet shop boys. Um, yeah, that's why I yeah, say that's why I said girls. Yeah, um, but can you guys get the lyric? Okay. You Way up like... north where the air gets cold. Um, this is this is a... Christmas that you've all been told. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, John stole on that one. That too. John no, that was, as well. No, that was the next line of the question. Oh, well, whatever is. So that's what he's, he's he's just sung it for me, which is lovely. I put my PP away because it's very cold. <laughs> Add do you want to have a go. Because you've not said anything yet. Do you have any idea um, on this one? Or is this out of your depth? Yeah, I'm going to say this is out of my depth. Okay, John and Connor, you can't the confirm. Song, the song is called Little St Nick. It is indeed. That's, that's, and I think yeah. the line sort of rhymes with St Nick, but I, I, I couldn't tell you the lyric. It's uh, Little Dick. No, okay. Um, so if what it is is uh, it's one of those ones when you sing it and you go the answer is the answer is and a real famous cat will just up in red and he spends his whole year working on his sled that's hard yeah I said there were some hard ones I didn't say that they were all easy well, it's I don't say it's hard I just say it's bullshit it's harder than, it's harder than the John Lennon one that you said was I, hard <laughs> yeah and, and, I, I, and not being funny that's throwing shade on Father Christmas man <laughs> okay, this one. He's got the age, you know. This I'll year. Give a, I'll give you a clue, John Connor. This song was released this year. This next one. I didn't oh. want to mix it up. But oh, fucking hell. Well, it's not a little You give the two people who exclusively listen to only 70s, 80s, and 90s <laughs> shit. No, you. The most you, fucking recent. No, you picked the pack. You picked it. Your team you didn't picked know it. know there was something fucking current in there, did we? <laughs> there you go. It's, it's lad, baby. <laughs> and. Uh, is um, it sausage roll? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Come on, give us your next lot of bullshit. Come on. <laughs> so kiss me under the mistletoe, pour out the wine, let's toast and pray for December snow. That sounds like a Jeffrey Epstein fucking <laughs> Christmas card. Um, <laughs> um, well, that, Just, that's, um, well that, that, that's the, um, that's the uh, all I want for Christmas is Prince Andrew. <laughs> um, is is it um, Elton John and Ed Sheeran? It is indeed. He's got a point. He's, he's got a point for you there. Well done. Well, no, he's not. What, what's the song called? No, oh, no, he can get. Uh, I'll, ooh, I'll give him half point. Christmas cashing. I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. 
the song title is very basic. Just think of what you say to this anybody is Merry Christmas, on the isn't it? Yes, there you go. Nine point. You got a point. Right, okay. Nice I couldn't think if, they, if it was another like Merry Christmas, everyone, but no, it's no, Merry Christmas. No. It's Merry right, Christmas, so, yeah. So in terms of the next line, is it? Um, I yeah. may be bald, but at least I'm not a ginger <laughs> twat like you. <laughs> no. Uh, Adam and Beef, uh, Adam and Beef, listen to this on Beef. I'm going to have a go at that before we pass it over. Uh, yeah. Say it again, Alex. Okay, um, uh, so this lyric again, is, Sam. so kiss me under the mistletoe, pour out the wine, let's toast and pray for December snow. Whose question is this now? No, this is still for Connor if he wants to give okay. an answer. If, is it just Merry Christmas? No, it's not. Beef and Adam and Moon. You might not have any idea, but... Um, hang on a second. I can know, I do... Can I, I, I do... been painting this year, but it's time to let it go. Correct. Point for Adam and Moon. Yeah, I would have done it in the style of um, Elton John going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still dandy. Yeah. I would say you should lose points for being familiar with the lyrics from Ed Sheeran and Elton. I love Ed Sheeran, so fuck off. Um, you would. Yeah, thanks, uh, Michael Bublé. Okay, I can say that there's no Michael Bublé in this quiz. Oh, oh, no. but then, it, then it's not really a true Christmas quiz. No. <laughs> I'm okay, this There's is no Michael team. Boob. <laughs> Michael, Michael Boob, right? a man who is so uncomfortable with his heterosexuality that he changes the lyrics to Santa Baby. Yes, absolutely. Uh, okay, this one is for Team Beef and Adam. Oh. Merry Christmas. I wrapped it up and sent it with a note saying, I love you. I meant it. Now I know what a fool I've been, but if I kissed you now, I know you'll fool me again. Last Christmas, by the wham. It's correct. It's you kiss me, but I think we'll give it to him. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll give it. All right, this next one, uh, Team John Connor, you need to get this because one member of that team will specifically know the, the, what this is from and who sings it. Okay. You mean us? A question from the fucking Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> you realise I've never fucking sat through the entirety of that fucking film. Uh, I mean, oh, mate. What? It's shite. Fucking rich. It, it, do you know what? Actually, it's very, cl- it's very close to the Charles Dickens. It really is. Yeah. Dialogue, uh, dialogue is lifted directly from Charles Dickens in that. Um, I mean, mate, all I will say is, is that you chose A. I know you didn't know yeah, what was in A. You decided what. Co- Connor, what, Connor, what's after uh, Bucks Fizz, by the way? You're out of Bucks Fizz, Chief. I'm not out of Bucks Well, I've got, this, I've got another bottle of Bucks Fizz and I've got some apple sours. Or, come on then. Reveal the question, Alex. Okay. Okay. So this is, this is, this is for team uh, John and Connor. Ooh. Tis the season to be jolly and joyous. With a burst of pleasure, we feel it all right. Jesus. Is it the Muppets? <laughs> yeah, I can't give you that. You can name the because it's one. No, no, no. If you could give me a point for Alton John and <laughs> no, Ed Sheeran, no, you could give me a point no, for the Muppets. No, 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 no. You listen to me. You listen to me. If you could give me a point for Ed Sheeran and Alton John, you could give me a point for the Muppets. Okay, no, I can't. No, I can't because I've, if you give me the specific Muppet that sings the song, who is, is it Kermit? Correct. I'll give you a point. But can you give me the lyric? 
And can you name me the song? For Christmas, I'm going to have a hog roast. <laughs> it's not for Christmas, I'm going to have a hog roast. Muppets Christmas Carol is also available on Disney+. Plus. Um, uh, if you'd like to sponsor me for a year's uh, membership, uh, you can find me at the Beefhead on Twitter.com. Is one of their questions going to be a, a song from my favourite Christmas film? Um, no. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah, it'd be for my um, However, however, your last one is really fucking easy. I will say that now. It is so easy that if you get it wrong, I'm gonna cry. Like your ma- no, I'm not. <laughs> Shut up. <Okay>. Jesus. <laughs> but Adam, you can at least get a point for your team by naming the song title. Surely. One more sleep till Christmas. Correct. But do do we read the lyric out again? Yeah, oh yeah, just read it out again, just to set me up. Yeah, go for it. Tis the season to be jolly and joyous. With a burst of pleasure, we feel it all right. Tis the season when the saints can employ us to spread the news about peace and to keep love alive. It's Kermit the Frog as Bob Cratchit. But yeah, it's only only credited as Kermit. Yes, that's true. Losing the point for showing off. Team Beef Adam, though, you got two points, so you have a nice chance to get two more points. Ding, ding, ding. Are you ready? So... Oh, I won't even ask for much this Christmas. I won't even wish for snow. And I, in brackets. Hang on a second. Right, hang on. Say it again. Um, oh, I won't even ask for much this Christmas. I won't even wish for snow. And I, but that's in brackets. It's in the background. It's like a, a long sting. Well, it's all, I ever, it's all I want for Christmas is you uh, by Mariah Carey. Ding, ding. Yeah. Um... I don't know how, how say the lead in again. Oh, I won't even ask for much this Christmas. I won't even wish for snow. And I don't care. Uh, no, Ooh. I don't care about the presents or kiss beneath the mistletoe. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're half right, but I can't give it to you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I know that the last bit is underneath the mistletoe, that is the correct part of the song. Yeah, uh, but I can't. Remember. I'll pass. I'll pass it over to Team John Connor if they think they can. You have a chance to steal. The, the last bit is underneath the mistletoe. That is correct. Um, well, I know you've already said, uh, Connor. Any idea what the first bit might be? Hey, Alex. Oh, I wouldn't even ask for much this Christmas. I won't even wish for snow. And uh, I. Uh, and I. Yeah, you can do that. Uh, uh, yeah. Ah, that's that's why it's the worst. And ah. Uh, Oh, the mistletoe. Underneath the mistletoe is the end of the lyric that I need. Don't care about. No. Do you guys want to give it up? B and M figures. Oh, yes, I want to give up. Um. Ooh. Um. Um. I don't care. Santa's waiting underneath the mistletoe. No, it's I'm just going to keep on waiting underneath the mistletoe. Ooh, oh, give me a half point. I'll give you. A, I'll give you a half point. I'll give you a half point. I'll give you. A, okay. Don't so, care uh, about Merry Christmas Warriors over Yoko Ono. No. <laughs> so right now the scores are eleven to fourteen, but John Connor does have one more song left, and if you don't get two points here, I don't know what's wrong with you. Right um, here is your lyric. Here is your lyric. I, I, what do we have to do to make you do a shot, Alex? I'm already there. I'm already doing two more shots. So, 
Um, okay, that's a win-win okay. for us. I know. I also know that Adam will get this one, but it's not. I also Adam will get this one, but it's not from Muppets Christmas Carol. Okay, so so your lyric is, "I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes." Christmas is all around. It's all me. around me, and the feeling grows. By who? By Billy Mac. Billy Mac. <laughs> Correct. Oh, Bill Nye. Nye. By, by Bill Nye as Billy, yeah. It's because I introduced you to this song. No, 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 you, no, you didn't. A feature, feature film by Richard Curtis. Yes, it, indeed. Yeah, 13 points. The most morally bankrupt Christmas film you'll ever watch. Which has just been released on Spotify for the first time. That's why I put it. But it's still you the know. most morally bankrupt Christmas film you'll ever find. You know why I love Christmas so a Christmas I film about infant, uh, yeah, exactly. A Christmas film all about infidelity that is celebrated um, by mean, the British be, public. I mean, to, to be fair, most morally bankrupt. I mean, Home Alone Two has Donald Trump in it, and yeah. also child neglect. Um, but no one cares about that. But don't worry, homeless people are great uh, at Christmas. Um, Here's Morgan's it though. The second one is he? I've never seen it. I watched the first one for the first time last year. I didn't really enjoy it, so I didn't watch the sequel. It's because the woman with the birds at the end of the film looks like Piers Morgan. It's Brenda what, Fricker, is it? It's Brenda Fricker. I'm saying that after a few drinks. Casualty thing. Happy season's greetings. For those of you listening of an audio variety, Alex has now done two shots of sours. And looks completely disgusted with himself. I hate it. Um, okay, is right. It, is so it apple sours, yeah? It is indeed. What's wrong with it's, that? It's not, it's, it's not as nice as cherry. Uh, it's not. No. It's not. It's not. It's not. But um, then again, I've drunk way too much of that stuff. Yes. Um, as, team, as Team Beef Mamoon are in the lead... That that so this is the word associate not not word so we'll call it the not word association round where I have to text one member of the team. Would you want to get? Do you want to be pack A or pack B? And who would like to receive the text to explain to their teammate? Who to choose now? So one of you obviously in the text. I'll the receive. Team. I'll receive the text, and I will take pack A again. Okay, so, so you will be going first. Okay, yeah. okay. Okay. I'll receive the text. Okay, so in this round, it can be items, it can be films, it can be songs. They're all linked with Christmas. Okay. Okay. Uh, you will have 30 seconds on the clock. But remember, there will also be a round, Adam, where you will be explaining to Beef what you need. What, what, what well, I, I, I like it where I describe it in real time to uh, Adam, what it is. Then the people at home can play along. I need to get my 30 second timer up. So, uh, have you received the text to beef? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have. Yeah. Right, okay. You, yes. can, you cannot mention the, any words that are on your screen now. Yeah. Okay. So, if you say it, the point is gone. Okay. Okay. Right. Tell me when you're ready to start, and I will count you in. Yes. Right, three, two, one. Your time starts now. Will Ferrell, Zoe Deschanel, uh, Peter Dinklage. Elf. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it. Who makes the toys in Santa's workshops? Elves. If it was a singular variety, it would be what? 
If it was a horse, I'd go, what? If it was a singular variety, what would it be? <laughs> L. What's another name for St. Nicholas? <laughs> Santa Claus. That'll do. Um, <laughs> time's up. Time's, up. time's up. Time's up. Time's up. <laughs> Three points. Well done. To be fair, well done. <laughs> well done. Nice no, no job. That picture goes on 17 points. Okay, out of Team John Connor, who wants to be, who wants I'll, to get? I'll, I'll receive first, please. Okay, you I'll, want to receive I'll, first. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, for now. Okay. It's Christmas, but you won't find me stuff in your turkey. Hey! Have you, have you, have you got it, John? Yeah. Okay, I'll, are you ready to be counted in? I am. Three, two, one. Your time starts now. Uh, spheres, they hang off your Christmas tree. Sorry? Spheres that hang off your Christmas tree. Baubles. Uh Yippee ki yay, motherfucker. Home Alone. No, Yippee ki yay, motherfucker. <laughs> Bruce Willis, you can Oh, fuck, yeah. Oh, you know what I'm thinking of. Yeah. You know what I'm thinking of. Uh, reindeer, red Alcohol. nose. Alcohol. Re- reindeer, red nose. Rudolph. Uh, kiss underneath it. <laughs> Mistletoe. Uh, you wear them underneath your trousers, probably. Underpants. <laughs> uh, they hang at the end of your bed as well. End of time. Time's up. I'm going to give you three points there because Connor didn't whoa, actually whoa, say die. Whoa, he whoa, didn't. Whoa, 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 whoa. Three points. He didn't. He never said die hard. He never, he never, said, he never he said die hard. He never said. He went. Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck. He went, that's what he said. He went. Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck. He didn't go actually die hard. He never said it. He, he went. Oh yeah, yeah. Die hard. No, he didn't. He didn't. No. Oh, Fuck's sake. <laughs> this, this doesn't sound like it went well. It got the same as you. <laughs> I, what, Elf, Elf and Santa? Uh, yeah, same score. Uh, okay, be, be, be ready. Be oh, ready, sure. because because Adam's going to send another message. He's going to tell you what you need to say. My God, uh, I'm going to be terrible at this. No, you'll be fine, Ad. I believe in you. I couldn't find you on Messenger because you're called Meal Deal Guy, but I found you. Right, tell me when you received it. We right. should have an extra five seconds there because Connor couldn't hear me at the start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're only a point behind, guys, so I wouldn't worry too much. Um, okay, are you ready, Adam? Your time yeah. starts now. Charles Dickens plus puppets. Muppet Christmas Carol. Yep. You and another one, they pull and... Game Christmas yeah, cracker. That one is Squid Game indeed. Um, <laughs> after, after, after the dinner, after the dinners, you have another Queen speech. <laughs> Seconds, <laughs> yes. I'll give you the, I'll give you that one. Um, <laughs> two points, thumbs up, two points. <laughs> It was not. The was it Christmas pudding? It was Squid Game. We, we get Squid Game. Come on, man. No, squid he did, Game. He did say Christmas cracker in the end, so I'll give you Christmas cracker. But it's yeah. like, it, 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 it was, was Squid Game. It was Christmas pudding. It was Christmas pudding. It's what I was looking for there. Um. Okay, Connor, are you ready to receive? Ready and waiting. Like uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> are you ready to receive, Alex? <laughs> I think it's a re-entry, sir. <laughs> it looks like a giant chance. Uh, 
Shut your mouths. You know, it's when the host has had a couple of apples hours, it all goes a bit south, really. Um, right, oh. uh, right, Connor, I will say this if you got it, you need to hopefully get John to say four things and you're back in the lead. All right, sure. Right, are you ready? Are you ready? Let's do this, Shizzle. Are you ready? Yeah, your time starts now. It's got Donald Trump, the cameos in it. Uh, Home Alone 2. It's the day before Christmas. Christmas Eve. Day after Christmas. Boxing Day. What usually goes in this glass? This type uh, of glass? Bit slightest. Wine? Yep. <laughs> Green. Hates Christmas. Grinch. Correct. Five All points. Right. <laughs> Five points to team. So... Some, how, it seems like they had so much more time than us, Chief. <laughs> no, we're just, we're, we're just punchier. Yeah. Okay. So, just... so, so going into the last round of the Christmas that, quiz. That's team... exactly the approach I was taking, but Connor couldn't yeah. me. <laughs> Shut. Going into the last round of the Christmas quiz. Is, a second. Uh, when, when you, when, hell, what about the apple sandwich? When does the apple sandwich come <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, we've got eight out of ten. Yeah, come on, it's Christmas. Yeah, it's, 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 it's Christmas. Yeah, it's, it's Christmas. What, what's Christmas without a relative just getting completely off their face and being yeah, incomprehensible? I mean, I'll do Christmas without someone getting legless, but you know. I'll do one. I'll do one for that round. Yeah, well done. Shut your mouth, beef. Um... Yeah, going into the last round. Right, I'm bringing back around that when we did the the, the Tyler's podcast quiz, everyone seemed to enjoy quite a bit, which was the categories round. Essentially, I'll give you a category, and then you have to try and list. I've got a list of things which are on there, and you have to try and say different things. No repeats, otherwise you get eliminated. And the points work as follows: If you are the first person, your team gets four points. If you're second, your team gets three points. If you're third, your team gets two points. And if you're last, your team gets no points. So essentially, you're on your own in this one, kind of, but you're still getting points for your team. Okay. Okay, that's comprehensible. So I'll give you a category like name foods with bread in them, and you have to try and name them all off. That's not one of the rounds in this. Bread! Yeah, that's not one of the rounds. There, 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 there were only two rounds in this, though, because okay. I didn't... Bread and I didn't, butter! I didn't want the quiz to take toast. up so much of the time. Toast, cheese so on got, toast, beans on toast. So, no, so this is it's okay. So, Stephen toast. Okay, as the leading team, do you want three comedians? Banana bread. Shut up. Uh, as 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 team leaders, do you want? There's only I'm two categories. You have to do both of them, but you can choose. Do you want the first one or the second one? I mean, the first one sounds like it should go first. Okay, there we go. Okay, so, you so know, these are the these are the fiftieth highest Christmas films on Rotten Tomatoes, and this is the critic scores. Right. Okay, so no repeats. You're on your own in this one. It's where you place overall. So, and also, if somebody gets knocked out, say for example, Adam got one wrong, and then Connor gets one straight afterwards, they would be in the same position, therefore get the same points. You wouldn't finish ahead of that person. Okay, I got you. You have, you have to get one more than the other person for it to be a higher place. I was just saying that I don't want to get shot down again if, if that was to happen. And then you go, well, technically, I'd have got eliminated before me. So, I get you. So, so why, is, why is this a process of elimination? Why, why this is a process. Again, again you, what took you two minutes, Beef has summed up in three words. 
Yes. First yeah. of all, so yeah. fourth place gets a certain amount of points. Third, second, first. Like four, fish, four, fish. Four, fourth gets no points. Okay. Um, first, I will delegate to Adam Amoon because he's been the most quiet so far. So I thought I'd give him. He's at the top 50 uh, critic scores on Rotten Tomatoes for films, Adam. After Christmas. It's on there. Well done. Two seconds while I mark it off. Otherwise, I'll struggle. Um, Indeed, that is gone. Arthur Christmas is off. Uh, next up, we'll go with Connor Allen. What? Uh, the top, the top fifty, the top fifty uh, highest-rated films on, I'm, uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Arthur Christmas is gone. Name any other. Has to be Christmas films. It has to be yes, it's Christmas quiz. Die Hard. Yes, it's on there. And it next. is now. And it is now gone. Beef, you're next. White Christmas. It's on there. John. It's a wonderful life. It's on there. Adam, back to you. The Nightmare Before Christmas. It's on there. Uh, Connor, back to you. Scrooged. It's on there. Uh, Beef, to you. A Christmas Carol. Uh, Which, I need a version. Um, it's the one with Alastair Sim, so it would be the old one. Is it the yeah, one with Ross Kemp? That is on there. I'll give you that. Yeah, that's on there. What Ross Kemp? No, no, no. The, the, one, that <laughs> the, one, that, the, the one that the one that Beef mentioned is on there. Yeah, right, John, to you. I can't just. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um... Home Alone. Uh, it's on there. Uh, Adam, to you. Love Actually. He's on there. Connor, to you. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. He's on there. Beef, to you. Uh, Jingle All the Way. It's not on there. Beef is out there for last. There's no accounting for taste. <laughs> no, that's true. Uh, you know what? Uh, yes. Uh, Adam, to you. Your... The Turbo Man uh, is way, uh, you know, it's uh, more uh, rare uh, than a PS5. Uh, Adam, I will say, for your health, uh, um, Deck the Halls is not on here either. I will just say no, 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 only because I know that uh, no one was going to name Deck the Halls anyway, but I just no. say for Adam's health, it's, it's not on there. Okay. John, to you. Muppet Christmas Carol. Is on there. Well done. The holiday. Oh, on, I need to I need to delete Muppet's Christmas Carol first. <laughs> Okay, what well, you said, the holiday is on there. The yep. yep, got it. Connor, to you. Santa Claus, the movie. Yes, it's on there. Correct. Really? Yep. The Turbo Man. The, 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 you're talking about the, the Santa Claus, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. No, he's not. He's not. No, he's not. Is no. he not? No. no. He's talking about Santa Claus, the movie. Oh, with John, with, with John Lithgow, and uh, no, 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 I said Santa Claus. I said, I said, no, no, you said Santa Claus. And it's Merrick. a movie. <laughs> I saw it. It's a movie. It's, it's true. It is a movie. I saw it in the cinema. Connor, if we're going to win this, we're going to win it fairly. Okay, Connor, he's out. Okay, so between Adam and John, not to everyone. Deli- I have deleted the Santa Claus though, so don't name that. Hey! Uh, I'm sorry. Okay, if you want the Santa Claus, you can take it because it's been yeah, deleted. The Santa Claus. Okay, it's on there. Adam, to you. Miracle on 34th Street. Yes, it's on there. Which John one, back to... You didn't ask him which one. Okay, name a version of Miracle on 34th Street. The, the, the 90s one. one. That's on there. 
Does that mean there's only one version on there? Uh, perhaps not. Which version did you say, Ab? The 90s, uh, Richard Attenborough. Okay. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street. <laughs> that, that's on there, yeah. Yeah, nice job. <laughs> nice job. Cool. Nice. Okay, uh, so then back to you, Ad. There's a few, there's a few big ones still left. Oh! Um, <laughs> there is three Elf. of the same... Elf is on there. There is three of the same story that has not been mentioned yet. Three of the same story? Okay. John, to you. Prime me now by saying there's three of the same story that... This character appeared in the uh, Word Association round. Um, the Grinch. Yes. Which one do you want, mate? Um, the, the Jim Carrey one. Okay. Gone. Adam, to you. The Grinch, Boris Karloff. Okay, so is that, that's the original, yeah? Oof. Yeah, it's the original. Okay. Okay. The other, the other Grinch. <laughs> what is it? Well, well there's, you... there's Cumberbatch as well. Yeah. Yeah, but okay, Cumberbatch Grinch is gone. Add to you. Wait, what? He just sends the, the Boris Karloff Grinch. I just said, yeah, Boris. Yeah, and then, and then well, John well, got like the Cumberbatch Cumberbatch Grinch. I yeah, said Cumberbatch. I, 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 no, John did. Name, you, just, you just helped him out. That was your fault. You just helped him out. <laughs> right, okay. Okay. So add to you. Okay. To me. I'll say that. I'll say that. There are a few ones. To me. To me. To you. There are, there are a few classics here. I'll say that. Yay. Okay. And that there is a really modern one that picked up a bunch of awards recently. Yay! Oh, um, Klaus. I gave you the Grinch help, John. I thought it'd be fair to give him Klaus. Yep. There you go. All right. So back to you, John. Uh, Holiday Inn. Yes. Uh, back to you, Ad. Um. Okay. Cool. I, got, I just had to really think just to make sure. That's fine. I'll give you 10 more seconds. Okay. It's a shot in the dark. I know Home Alone 2 was said, but I'm not quite sure if Home Alone, the original, was said. It's already been said, mate. You're out. Fair enough. If you want to have a stab. You can either have another stab or you can rely on John not getting the right answer and still pick up the same amount of points as John in first place. It's up to you. I if don't you get mind. It, if you get it wrong again, you will be in second place, though. I'll say that much. Oh, okay. You can either okay. risk it and hope that John doesn't get the right answer and get and first place it, or you can try and go again and if you get it wrong, you'll be second. I won't risk it again. Uh, you're not gonna Avengers Endgame. Oh, so, I've, I've still got to have a go, you know. So, yeah, Iron John. Man three. Uh, Iron Man three is not on there. Um, Gremlins. Gremlins is not on there. Really? I don't know why. I thought it would have been, but I went for the Rotten Tomatoes list and it wasn't there. Okay. Um. So yeah, because uh, so um, but John, you do win because I'm at two goes. 
So that means four I mean, points. He to... he, well, no, he didn't because he decided not to have a second go. Yeah, and then he said Iron Man 3, didn't you? As a stab. I did, yeah. It was a little so, bit of a mistake if you're taking that as a serious answer. So, um, are you taking, was that a serious guess? Or? I, I think no, Adam, it wasn't. Because, I because, think because Adam, B said no, Avengers Endgame. No, I, I think Adam's been harshly done there. I'm gonna, okay, if it wasn't a serious answer, it's four points apiece to John and Adam. And then, and then, it, and then in the third with two points is Connor Allen and no points to be. So technically, that rather. I'm claiming a moral victory on this. Each so what did we have left? Uh, you had quite a few left. Was was, was, so, me, was meet me and St Louis on there? Because that was the other nope. one I was going to go for. Nope. Wow. So you had remember the night, the Christmas Chronicles one and two, National yeah. Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Christmas. Uh. <laughs> Hang on, Christmas Chronicles 1 and 2 and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation scored higher than Meet Me and St. Louis and Gremlins. Yeah, Christmas with the Crank. Christmas with the Cranks. Not on there. You also had Frosty the Snowman, Mickey's Christmas Carol, Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. <laughs> how many, how many, how, how, Lego Star Wars Holiday Special makes it on there, but Jack Frost with Michael Keaton doesn't. <laughs> Hello, Jesus love. Okay, so six points to four. Hang on a second. What about what about the greatest story ever told? It's the birth of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. The life what of Brian. What about the Mr. Bean one? Nope. Damn Any, it. Anything with Mr. Bean should win every. Oh, win. exactly. Yeah. Wow. But, um, uh, Merry Christmas, Mr. Bean. I mean, I want to clarify for listeners and viewers: I did not make this list. I mean, Black kind of Christmas Carol. Well, yeah, but you're presenting it and, you know, shoot the messenger and all that. <laughs> the, one, the one thing that John always preached on this podcast many times before, but today, because it's not in his favour, he goes, actually... <laughs> anyway, this next one is the big one. I reckon it's going to go on for a while. I have gone to the official charts and I'm asking for the top 40 streamed, as of 2021, Christmas songs. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to go from bottom to top. So beef will start. Oh, oh, oh. Beef will start, then Connor. I know many people like that. Um, so beef, name a song that you think is on the top 40 Christmas songs that have been streamed. This is not charts, streamed. Mary's Boy Child by Boney M. Is on there, correct. Let me find it. I know it is on there. That was number 26. Yes, it's on there. To Connor. Merry Xmas, everybody, by Slade. Is on there. That was number 12. Uh, to Adam and Moon. Last Christmas Wham. Was number two. To John Cook. All I want is for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. You got number one out of the way. Back to you, Beef. Dodd. Um, do they know it's Christmas? <laughs> For a second, I didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah, that's number five. I was like, what the what, what is this song? Has he gone for the stab? I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, number five. Uh, back to you, Connor. Fairy Tale of New York by the Poets. Number, number three. Uh, Adam. And you know what? I'm the call, don't you? Adam. I forgot my own name. Wonderful Christmas time, Paul McCartney. Uh, it is here. Um, let me just uh, somewhere. It is here. I just somewhere. find it. It is number eighteen. Uh, John Cook. Merry Christmas, everyone! By Shakespeare. Num- number four. Yeah, nice job. Back to you, Beef. Day another day by the E17s. 
It will be here somewhere, surely. Maybe if you got to go away. That's suicide. It's... Oh, dear. It is. <laughs> oh, no. Did they not classify it as a Christmas song? It's not on the official charts list. Wow. I, I don't think. That can only be because... That's because suicide I, isn't Christmas. Hang on, hang on. I'll go line by line to make sure that I'm not just misreading it. I mean, that, that can only be because they're not classifying it as a Christmas song, which is a bit shit. Uh, do we want to give beef another go in that scenario? Because it's not there. Okay, two become one by the Spice Girls. Of course, that's oh, not there. That won't be either. Beef, <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you one more actual answer if you want to go, because I would say... I know, because I would say that Sailor Day is a Christmas song, but it's not on the list. I would say it is, though. I know you said the Spice Girls. Okay, I, I, well, I know. I'll, I'll be serious for a moment. It'll be uh, uh, Proper Crimbo are... crim by... Uh, uh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I always make off in the puddle of we. Select it. Oh, oh, oh. I'm a bear. Select it. Select it. Believe it or not, believe it or not, Beef, you are eliminated from the uh, the quiz. Uh, for this one, Probabo, I tell <laughs> Can I get okay. a rewind? Connor, it's down to me. Yeah, I picked something when I'm feeling alright. I picked something uh-huh. when John Leslie's in the video for fuck's sake. Um, uh, Lonely this Christmas by Mud. <laughs> Is that n- number twenty-eight? Lovely. Yeah. What, 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 did, what did you say, Connor? L- Lonely this Christmas. Ah. Okay, Adam, to you. I wish it could be Christmas every day, wizard. It's already gone. Really? No one has said that. Um, um, Merrily on high. Okay, uh, John Cook. Yes. John Cook, to you. Uh, Merry Christmas, War is Over by um, John Lennon. Yes, is is there. Number 16. Connor, back to you. It's always by uh, my mind by the Pet Shop Boys. <laughs> underneath the tree. Um, Kelly Clarkson. It's there, yep. 14. You normal. Add back to you. Driving home for Christmas, Chris Rear. Yeah, is there number 11? Uh, John. White Christmas by Bing Crosby. Yes, it's If you've there. got nothing to swing, you can't be no, with Bing. Num- number 22. Uh, Collar, back how to you. Of, how have 21 songs been streamed more than that? Frosty the Snowman, the Renettes. If that's not there, it's criminal. Well, you've been struck by. <laughs> I don't see it. So therefore, Connor Allen is out. Damn. Okay. Uh, Adam Mamoon. I'm surprised Adam Mamoon has not gone for his Bowie strengths, but... Uh. And, well, you know, I have to build to that. Um, rocking around the Christmas tree, Brenda Lee. Yes, yes, yes. Well done. Well done. Well done indeed. It is there. Stop the oh! Stop, stop the oh! Hey, you're out. Um, I know. I could have just thought of one. Oh. Yeah, well, well. Is that the waitresses? Merry Christmas. Um, stop, stop the cavalry by Jonah Lee. Is there. Wish it was at home. Do you know where to find Jonah Lee these days, Alex? Oh, is this going to be like an offensive? No, no. If there's a party, you'll be in the kitchen. 
I just thought you'd I thought I thought you'd come back with in the kitchen at parties, but again, yeah. uneducated. Although, although, right? although actually the, the song that made him most money as a songwriter was the old Kellogg's brand plate song. Uh they're tasty, tasty, very, very tasty. They're very okay. tasty. As performed by Ross Kemp. What? Okay, Adam, to you. To me. To you. To me. Um, I am, you know what, if, if I lose, then that is all good, but I, but I will go with my strings. Peace on earth slash little drummer boy, Bing Crosby, David Bowie. Yes, is there. Okay, cool. Lovely. I wasn't quite sure, but there we go. My butler's taken the weekend off and can I borrow a cup of sugar? It is there. It is there. But the regular little drummer boy is not, which makes me confused. So first of all, normally lets me come in and use the piano. You know? It's it's, okay. it's David Bowie pretending Bing Crosby's the butt. Okay, John oh. Cook, to you. Mm. Now there is a few there is a few bangers in here that you've missed. I'll be honest. Johnny Mathis, when a child is born. No, incorrect. Really? What? That's disgusting. It's not there. It's not there. I'm listening to that currently. Are you being serious? I'm serious. It's not there. That's the song that was played when my when my last when my son was born. Okay, Adam Amoud, to steal the win, you need to get a right answer. Mistletoe and wine, Cliff Richard. Probably not on there, but hey, shot in the dark. No. It's not okay, on there. No, no. What big cliff? Wow. <laughs> just, just for purposes of the uh, right. for, for the tape, Alex the Kingdom. Old, does does people Cliff people Richard actually feature on that list? Just like Saviour's Day on the there. Old people just not have Spotify. <laughs> no, it's, it's come on. You come uh, on, Saviour's Day. Do you, do you, do you, do you, I know it won't be on the list, but do you want to know what I think is one of the most beautiful? Do you want me to read out the songs? Do you want me to read out the songs that I left? You can yes, determine please, whether they should be there or not. Yeah. So number, number six was It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas by Michael Bublé. Seven is Stephanie no, Christmas. That would jump to seven. Santa Tell Me by Anna Anna Grande was eight. One More Sleep, Fiona Lewis was 13. Mistletoe by Justin Bieber was 15. It's the most wonderful time of the year, Andy Williams at 17. Holly Jolly Christmas, Buble 19. Christmas Lights, Coldplay 20. Jingle Bell Rock, 21. Sleigh Ride by the Renettes, 23. How more people listened to Christmas Lights by Coldplay than... Christmas hey, look, suicide's really high at certain times of the year. Um, Christmas baby come home by Hello Darling Love. Marin's do their best business at Christmas. Hello Darling Love. Please tell me that Christmas baby come home by Hello Darling Love. Yeah, it's there, it's there. 27. Another song should not be above that. Sad to Baby, Carly Minogue, 25. Christmas Baby, Please Come Home, Darling Love. 2,000 Miles by The Pretenders. 31, Santa Claus is coming to town. Jackson 5. Have, some, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Sam Smith. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Frank Sinatra. Blue Christmas Elvis. Felice Navi Dad by Jose Valentino. Feliciano, the Christmas song Nat King Cole, Baby It's Cold Outside, Adina Manzel featuring Michael Bublé, Christmas Time, Christmas Time, Don't Let the Bells End by Darkness, Santa, Santa Claus Coming Into Town, Michael Bublé, and Santa's Coming for Us by Sia. And 31 Seconds by the Sosonic Crew. Wait, what, what, was, what was the last one? 
Santa Claus is coming for us by Sia. I'm blessed. Yeah, she is. Sorry, okay. I, I heard you the first time. I just wanted to shout that. So in terms of positions there, Adam Ramoon gained four points for team, which means that they are on 27. However, uh, team John Connor gains five, which means they're on 32. But the quiz in terms of points is not over yet. So the pitch meetings, if team uh, Beef Ramoon are to win both pitch meetings, they will win the overall team for the night. So Alex, can I, can, I ju- can I just put a disclaimer out there? What is it? So, you know how I've told you, um, drink half a bottle of apple sours and it gets you drink, gets you drunk really quick. Uh, all I'm going to say is, don't, because um, you may not have seen, I tried to get out of shot, uh, I just chucked a bit back up, um, so. Are you okay? Um, may, may, oh yeah, it's literally just, it's just pure sours. But, I mean, I mean the, fact, the fact that this team is currently winning by five points, I, I don't want to say it, but. Look, Christmas hates Cliff Richards, so yeah, it's really this. There's a very skewed. Hold on, hold on, no, 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 let, let John say it. Let John say it. Get carrying your ass. Okay, right. Hey, I, I'm a songwriter. I did pretty fucking well, thank you. So, guys, the next thing on the agenda was this is a bit of a self-indulgent one. Last year we did it at the end, but I thought it would be a no, because nothing's about self-indulgence at Christmas. Um, no, but I thought he would be a better place to put it because we put it at the end. I, it would be, I, I mean. I know for Connor, who hasn't been on the show that much up to this point, it'd be a bit of a strange one. But um, what has been your favourite podcast moment over the past year? Because uh, I think, to be fair, the podcast has gone strength to strength from where it was this time last year. We now do videos on YouTube. There's much yeah, it's got, two more, it's got two more listeners. Shut up. Um, you know, we, we keep, we, we, we've tried to do things, tried different formats, right. we, you know. Um, so I thought, I thought I'd go around and ask. Um, anyone wants to jump in first? Um, I think... I think my favourite podcast moment of the year was um, recording a five-minute review of Invasion of the Dinosaurs while I was drunk and completely forgetting that I'd recorded it until weeks later when it turned up on a podcast and somebody said, oh, you were on that one? And I was like, what? Yeah, that was funny. That was very early on in the year, wasn't it? That was like March time, yeah, maybe? pretty early on in the year. That was like my, I think I was definitely the older, old place where I was living last year. Uh, well, I say last year, this year, but last uh, uh, academic year. That was, that was um, yeah, no, I remember that entirely because I remember because I, I remember you were like, I'll go listen to that one because obviously a big Pertwee fan. And you go in, you what? And I, and I went, yeah, you're on it, mate. And you went, oh, I fucking won. I didn't do shit. And I was like, yeah, you did, mate, the other night. <laughs> You were like, yeah, yeah, I'll get because I obviously because I remember you texted me going, if you don't enjoy this, like as a joke, but like, I want to preface, if you don't enjoy the story, like our friendship's like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you next time I see you, and it was like, and I was I did, I loved Invasion of Dinosaurs, I think I'm it's very, brilliant. I'm 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 very pleased to um, hear you thought that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but I ended up enjoying Invasion of Dinosaurs. Actually, it's like, it's probably been. My favourite story to discover over the years, because me, John, and Owen do these Doctor Who reviews, where for me, some of the classics I've never seen. So I think that one has been my favourite of the year that I've not watched yet, that I've discovered the first. I think I think it's really fun. That, that five minutes of the podcast was literally me pissed on a podium talking about something yeah. that I love, and that's what it should be all about, sharing things that you love. Exactly, absolutely, mate. Um Adam Mamoon, to you next. And this year, obviously, you've been a bit more busy, so you've not been on as much as you were, say, the previous year. Uh, we'll rectify that in 2022, don't you worry, because I always like chatting to you, eating pizza, having a, having a chill time. It's always nice. Well, it is ah! funny that you... No! 
Bless you. I'll drop one of my chocolate sticks. And no one wants to drop their chocolate sticks at a crucial point in the podcast. (laughs) Sorry. And that is all of our Christmas, uh, all of our 2021 highlights of the Times podcast. Just just this last minute. But obviously, Adam, you you weren't on the as you weren't on as much as you. But is there is there a particular highlight or something you enjoyed doing this year? Well, you pretty pretty much mentioned when we recorded our review of Captain America: Civil War, and I decided halfway through to order Domino's, the absolute banger, of course. Um, It was absolutely fantastic, and we were just like, we 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 weren't really paying attention to reviewing Captain America: Civil War. Or kicking off Marvel's Phase Three reviews for the Thomas Podcast, we were just like, "Ah, oh, this Domino's is great, isn't it?" And to be perfectly honest, it's the tangents that you know I think make podcast recording worthwhile. You, yeah. it, where you you go in thinking and recording, it's going to be one thing, but actually, you know what? It turns out to be something completely different, but something fun and a memory that will be that you remember and share forever. There we go. Absolutely, mate. And I think, you know, that's always, I think that's always the one thing that I am proud of at this show without, you know, being big headed. So I've, you know, the show is always has a lot of variety because the co host always, I mean, obviously I'm always here, but the co host always changes. So you get different kind of episodes, whether it's with John or whether it's a beef, whether it's a Connor, you know, or whoever it is. Owen, for example, there's always difference. It's never the same thing every episode. There's always that different kind of dynamic. Oh, but you have a runners up as well. Well, what is it, mate? You could name it. It's it's, my, it's it's something I wasn't even on, but it's when John Cook in an episode did say "fuck the casual viewer." I, I mean, to be fair, that episode for me is. I wasn't there, but there you go. That episode, that episode for me is just a highlight in general. I mean, that is where there's about maybe five yeah, to that eight. Was once, that was once upon time, wasn't it? Yeah, that was probably one of our better ones. Yeah, I mean, I remember, I remember John had me in. I mean, John has been stitched a lot anyway because he's a he's a fucking legend. But I remember in terms of that episode, him having stitched about the game and about other things. It was generally one of the best recordings, and you know, that's always what I enjoy about doing the show is that just I mean, enjoying talking shit. I mean, guys, if you've stumbled across this Christmas podcast and you want to go back to listen to one edition of this podcast, once upon a time, it's fucking great. Don't listen to Village of Angels. I'll say that much. No, we're both. I mean, I literally fell asleep during recording of Village of Angels. He did. I, I was sat there at the time. I was like, am I being, am I being a bit too overzealous right now? Am I like, really boring? I mean, like, you know, but obviously, you know, it is what it is. I mean, Beef, mate, obviously, you've been on a few times, pal. Um, and you always like taking the mick out of me, taking the mick out of things. What's been your favourite part of, of, of the, maybe everything you weren't even on, but what's been your favourite part of the show? Uh, uh, to be honest with you, it was actually uh, last year's Christmas one. Uh, to be honest with you, because I think that was a highlight. It was a case of all of us got, uh, being together in one place. We had all had a very bad year in one way, shape or form or other. And it was actually a very genuine moment, which on podcasts, it's it's hard to do and hard to emote and hard to express. And there, there was actual genuine emotion and genuine feeling to that. And um, just recording it, it just, it just felt very emotional. And I think it was a, a great bonding experience in that. Um, friends together um, after what had been a, a very tumultuous year. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I hate to harken back and saying to people go it. back and listen to the back catalogue. But yeah, I would say yeah, that would be a point because it's like a year ago to what we're yes. doing now. Was was that? It, it was a, it was a high point. It's it's where like yeah, we all get on here and we all talk and have a ch- a joke and a chat. But you when the reality sort of like pushes beyond the veil and everything like that. And you just have that honest human 
human connection moment. That's that's it. That would be it for me, and that will stay, that will stay with me for a very very long time, beyond just like what we've had this year. Oh, <laughs> my heart, man. Honestly, thank you, honestly, without even any sarcasm or jokes. Thank you so much for that because. I've had the same. I think. I think for all of us that were on, no offense, not to say Connor's, but all of us that were on that show, I think we all had a moment within that. Show. This is what it is. It, yeah, no. like yeah, whatever we say, we all want to have a shit and jokes and laughs and everything like that. But this is a, like a real sort of. It's a testament to friendships. It's it's not a case of doing it for likes of views and everything like that. It's it is a it's an agglomeration of friends and shared experiences and everything like that. So yeah, absolutely. And and Connor, I obviously would have been on a few podcasts yourself. Um, but if, if I like the one where Connor shits his pants on camera. Who <laughs> reveal? Okay, Connor, what was your favourite moment of the of, of pig on the podcast or just about the podcast? Well, I did a poo reveal. <laughs> 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 yes, I had to cut it out of the. It's on the DVD extras. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. If you pre-order. If you pre-order the Blu-ray, you'll get you'll get it. Um, it was really I sloppy. I don't, I don't think it's in my contract that there's Blu-ray DVD extras released. On. <laughs> Believe it or not, Beef is sponsored by the time this podcast Blu-ray. Um, <laughs> uh, do, do you want to know the truth? I can't remember doing them. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> we did, uh, wow. Uh, I've only done two. Um, You've done more than that. I know that. I've done... Have I? I can't yeah. remember it. Um, <laughs> I remember getting pissed at the beginning of the year, my first yeah, yeah. appearance. Uh, yeah, yeah, we've done Black Panther. Quite now, it, you know, but... We've done Black Panther. We, but, but I've got another bottle of Bucks Fist to go and open in a minute. Let's go, man. Let's do it. But um, It's all about that vitamin C, yo. Overall, before we continue the show, I just want to say to everyone that's watched, this has been the most... I think, oh, I can go me, now. You're doing all the soppy shit. This is the most interesting year for the podcast because... Last year, I was sort of, it started off as a simple me and my friend George doing the podcast sort of one-to-one. It swatched, it kept changing, switching. I think this year, I don't know about you for that, you through that story, but I've really, you know, we've really found our format overall. I think we've really, you know, solidified what the show should be, how it should be presented, the sort of level we're at. And overall, it's got to to like the views on Spotify, iTunes, when you listen on that, or you go to YouTube and you watch on there. I don't care how many of you are. You guys are all insane. And whenever you watch and comment or whatever, like, dislike, who gives a shit. You're all incredible. Um, and I can't wait for next year. Hopefully we get him higher up and better. And I hope That's you right. all, um, I all hope you purchase Raycon earbuds and uh, are wearing me undies listening to this podcast. Because uh, if you use code B for checkout, you will get at least 20% off. There we go. Indeed. Diddly diddly. Um, but, yeah, I just think over. Anyway, you can find me at the beefhead on twitter.com if you'd like to send me free stuff. Yes, indeed, indeed. Um, but next year on the podcast, me and John have a really interesting project, which should probably, it's probably going to start in about April or May. It really depends when the uh, Marvel back catalogue is finished. Obviously, Marvel's never ending. I can't stop that. You know, like obviously, it's going to continue on. So <laughs> when the Marvel series ends <laughs> overall, um, that's not down to me. Um, I can't stop Marvel making shit. We've now I been joined by. Them. We've now been joined by Alan, by the way, in the background. That's Connor's uh, sex doll. Um, Spoilers. There we go. There we go. Indeed, but uh, me and me, John, have a really interesting series planned, and I'm excited for it. Again, similar to the Doctor Who stuff, it's something that I've not seen everything of. So when I was going to something 
you know, a bit, a bit not knowing what to expect. It's always more interesting to me than reviewing something or watching something again for the second or third time. It sounds very posh, but uh, that formal opinion. Alex, it's gonna be, it's gonna be an interesting little. Um... Anyway, on with the quiz. No, I, 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 Alex, it's... why don't you, why don't you review the X Men films and um, Howard the Duck? That could be eventually a thing, but. The quiz anyway. is finished. The quiz is finished, Beef. We're on the next segment. This is that was our favorite podcast moment. Oh, okay. Who's uh, ready for it? Oh god, here we go. I don't Can you make it uh, look extra points if you get it in a bounce off walls. I'll, I'll allow that. I'll allow oh, that. No. no, it didn't happen. It's like the end of a Formula One race, but without the inherent racism. It's like a mushroom, <laughs> doesn't it? Okay, dokey. Okay, but pitch meeting two, so the points are still on the board here. This is, this is uh, your worst Christmas film. I already know Adam and Moon, so I'm going to shit to Adam Moon first because I already know what he's going to say. Deck the Halls. Explain. I've not seen it, but explain to me. I, I think the, who, the humour in it is not really to my personal taste, um, to be perfectly honest. It's a, sometimes it can border along to uncomfortably weird kind of What's awkward humour. Um, it's eventually, there's these two neighbours, one is Matthew Broderick and the other is Danny DeVito, and they sort of, they have a competition of sort of uh, a competitiveness between them, sort of, and they're sort of, because you know, they're decorating their Christmas uh the house around Christmas and, you know, trying to outdo each other in terms of extravagance and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then this is weird competitiveness and then all that. It's very poorly, but yeah. Danny DeVito wants his <laughs> Christmas lights to be seen from space. What's the problem? Okay. Colin Allen, your least favourite Christmas film. Nativity Free, Dude, Where's My Donkey? Martin Clune takes... Um, he takes a fucking massive class of school children to America so that he can fucking get married to Catherine Tate, who sort of fell a bit out of love with him. And so he tries to win her back by taking his whole fucking class to America without any permission slips from the parents, without taking into account the cost of what it would take to fucking fly 30 kids over to fucking New York. And also, Catherine Tate is appalling in it, Martin Clunes is appalling in it, and the kids can't act for shit. It's an awful movie. Because you're a they fan should have of stopped. Bit. They should have stopped at Nativity 2. Nativity 2 was near perfect. I love Cause, Nativity cause, 2. Cause the first two like... films, amazing. They're a Christmas tradition, right? Yeah, yeah, Nativity yeah, 3, I, I, go fuck yourself. There is a reason Nativity 1 and Nativity 2 are shown on the BBC and that Nativity 3 is shown on fucking Channel 5. I actually and that is a fact. The, um, I actually saw the Nativity stage show uh, a couple of years ago with Daddy Dyer and uh, Danny Dyer. And um, Annie fucking and, Dyer and, and Rylan from uh, uh from and stuff. Uh, I yeah, t- t- took my niece and nephew, and I took it off it. I thought it was brilliant. I do, I, I do have a side. That's, not, that's, not, that's not based on Nativity Free, that's based on, no, <laughs> on Nativity. Nativity Free is fucking shocking. Okay, because you guys, and say, for some you... reason, for some reason, right? Fucking um, Jason Watkins flies over to New York and all. Why? Fucking why? Oh, and they also do a fucking weird flash mob thing at the beginning of the fucking film. Why? Why? It's fucking shit. There's no fucking point to it all. It's fucking all. It's the worst Christmas movie ever fucking made. Fucking hell. Save your money, BBC, and fucking fund another thick of it movie instead of that fucking shite. 
I've never seen it, but I already hate it. <laughs> okay, okay, right. Uh, beef to you. And I'm being serious about the BBC and Channel 5 thing. Nativity 1 and Nativity 2 are always shown on the BBC. Nativity 3 is on Channel fucking 5. Nativity 3, dudes, where's my donkey? Dude, where's my donkey? Yeah. Dude, now, where's beef. my fucking money back? I'm sort of scared for this, but I'm going to ask you what is your... Because you've said a lot of... You've said a lot of things. I'm scared what this deep cut of Christmas could possibly be. But what is your least favourite Christmas film? It's Love Actually. No! It's, it's one that is... Everyone purports to be like a, a, a fantastic Christmas fucking film, but it's not. Because it is. Because it it's, is. No, it's not. It's morally reprehensible. For the most part, it's morally reprehensible, which is Alan Rickman wants to bone his assistant and is buying that, and it's Emma Thompson being very sad all the way throughout, and it, there's there's no sort of like... Yeah. Oh, do you know what? You're actually a you're a shit husband. Um, uh, you've got um, Cheetle Edgefor and uh, uh, Andrew. What's his face? Uh, yeah, Lincoln. Uh, Lincoln. Andrew Lincoln. Lincoln. And yeah, is there saying? Oh, by the way, you you you're in a relationship with my best friend, but I'm here gonna just like try and get off with you by just like showing you placards outside your front door. It's not. It's yeah, yeah. To be honest with you, uh, yeah. Aside from that, there's a lot of like you know fucking shady characters in that, and it's all right. Don't tell me this is like a feel good film. It's not. These people are just evil sons of bitches. That if I knew them, I would just like slap them and say, you know, you just like a prick or something, isn't it? No. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you want to play drums and like uh, yeah, have a kiss with some like young underage. Yeah, you're encouraging your child to learn to play an instrument to just like get off with some girl at uh, an airport. On the yeah, okay, that, that's fine, but you know, let's address the real issue, which is really the death of your parent, on, on which the is the real side. underlying issue. Uh, let's deal with this. Um, not like, no, I'm just going to tongue you at an airport. Um, it's not. Yeah, the, 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 the Bill Nye story is actually the, um, who is the most reprehensible character on paper. In that, that's the the purest story in it. The rest of it, they're all fucking horrible fucking people. And all the rest of it, oh yes, Chris Marshall, he just wants to go out and just bang American chicks. He's he's never yeah, yeah. that's that's wholesome Christmas too. Yeah. On the plus side, it does feature Council Cow from Love and Monsters. Yeah, just wanting to bang American chicks. Um, oh, is that him? Yes, it's Council Kell wanting to have sex with people from America for reasons. Um, at least he got over those poles. But, um, it, but no, look at it. it it's it's, like, it's, it's Alan, Alan Rickman just being like horrible and making his wife very sad and very upset at Christmas. It's Andrew Lincoln just being like a, a really shitty friend um, because even though he knows his friend is in a relationship with Kira Knightley, to just say, hey, guess what? I know you're in a relationship, but any chance of a just like, you know, Christmas hookup, yo, uh, it's, a, it's not. I find the characters morally reprehensible and I don't understand why people think that it's such a great Christmas film. I really don't. It's, I, I, it's, it's I, atrocious. Beef, I will, I will combat you and say, I think for me, 
it is a brilliant film about the human uh, sort of condition, and I think it's just about different people in different scenarios. I, 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 I just, I think it's a really fun film. I think there are it's some a really of... fun films celebrating the morally reprehensible characters of more than fifty percent of the internal things. I think I think the dialogue is really sharp. I I actually I actually just yeah I just, it's, I just, it's it's a prime minister abusing his position I, of power to have sex I, with Tiffany from EastEnders. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, I disagree with you on that one, mate. But you won the point for the first round, so this is my <laughs> moment. Okay, John Cook, yourself, your least favorite. I mean, I'm going to go kind of along a similar range in terms of morally reprehensible. Um, Home Alone 2. I mean, oh. sorry, okay. You Make a mistake kid. once, yeah. You, know, you, know, you leave your kid at home once and it's a jolly old jape and everybody forgets about the fucking child neglect. Yep. Um, yeah, great. Fucking done it again. Yeah. And not only has she not left him yeah. at home. And John Candy's not there to clean up your fucking him. mess. She has left him in a fucking hotel. So he's not even at home. He's not even got his home comforts. He's been left at fucking home. It's portrayed as this massive Jolly Jake. He bumps into Donald Trump, probably the most vile, reprehensible human being in the planet, who is like, you know, the story of him getting in it is like, Oh, yeah, well, uh, I'll let you film at Trump Tower, but got to have a cameo. Got to get a couple of lines because I'm Donald Trump. Oh, fuck. Uh, John, can I interrupt you quickly just so I can have no. your best or... No, can I interrupt you just so I can have your best Donald Trump impression saying the words you just said? What? I want your best... I want you to do a Donald Trump impression but saying the words, can I have a cameo? You can film in Trump Tower, but I need a cameo. I'm mean, fucking full flow there and you just... I know, but I just want to. Okay, hear guys, it. If, you, if you want to film at Trump Towers, uh, I've got to give me a cameo, right? Yeah, yeah, a yeah. cameo for me, Donald Trump. Uh, fuck no. Um, <laughs> that's pretty accurate. I need, I need all the cameos. Um, <laughs> you, you know, you know. Okay, it's down here in the heart to the left. Okay, the characters in Love Actually may be morally reprehensible, and they didn't even touch on fucking. Colin Firth fucking the maid who doesn't even... Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But it's all about abusing of positions. But, but, yeah. But, 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 you know, Home Alone not only features child neglect for a second time, hanging around with crazy homeless people, probably not the best, most safe thing for a child to do, but it also features the most morally repugnant individual, not character, person on the fucking planet. Tim Curry. Forty way um, film just so that they, oh. fucking, you know, you know, just because they could film it in fucking Trump Tower. Jesus H Christ! It's Paul Schneider. Um, okay, John. Okay, so look at this. So we have, uh, uh, we have Deck the Halls, The Timothy Three, Do Most My Donkey, Love Actually, and Home Alone Two. Uh, Love Actually is immediately taken off the list because I love that film. I don't care what anyone says. I think you're it's morally great. reprehensible when I've besmirched your character for now to the end of time. However, I will give it to Nativity 3, Dude Where's My Donkey. Only for right, so. I don't like the fact that when two films are great, they go for the third, it drops off entirely. Um I I the, I'd say the passion with which Connor expressed that, I think that's deserved. Yes, absolutely. Fuck you, channel four, channel five. <laughs> five. <laughs> Fuck you, but, um, so I will, I will you give. Are, fuck you, Martin Cleans, is what I got to oh, say to that. 
I will give more points to Team John and Connor. Uh, to be fair, leaves it with uh, two points in it going in. Everything to play for in the final round. In the uh, final round. So, hang on, we were in front anyway. Does that let me get three points for that? Yeah, but it's it, it, there's still points to be won because the last one is double points. I'm pulling oh. an F1 on you. Um, so there, there are so that that round that round was worth uh, two Finally, points. Just, so. to it, just to keep it interesting, you've just decided that the last round is double. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Welcome to, Welcome to the Thomas podcast. I'm not taking a drink for that round though. Um, wow, bitch. Okay, this round. Okay, this round is important. I think this is another wholesome round. I feel it can also be jokes. Oh, no, if pisses on the floor. You're not going to clean it up. And this, this could also be this. This can. All right, you I, must I, say okay. that I'm pouring a no, drink so, next to my PC. So, 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 so this. Okay, this is what I want for this round. Okay, so I want a joke answer and I want a wholesome answer as well. Okay, so this was a question that John Cook brought to me this morning and he messaged me. Um, he said, "What would we get each other for Christmas?" I want a joke answer, but I also want a nice. Nice answer as well. So uh, we'll go along and we'll, we'll name different people. We'll tell what gifts to get them. So I'm going to start with Connor Allen. What would everyone get Connor Allen? He says camera off and says no. What the fuck? <laughs> and what we get Connor Allen for Christmas? I'll start and I'll say for Connor Allen, I'd get proper whiskey because he had the honey whiskey as a gift, I think, and he didn't like it. So I just thought something with the. I ended up giving it to you and uh, Luke, didn't I? Yeah. Um, Fuck Luke, does he doesn't listen to the show? He doesn't listen to the show. It's fine. Um, okay, so, uh, yeah. So for Connor Allen, my my my, my joke answer for Connor Allen um, is um, I won't go into detail, but it's a padlock for his bedroom door. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know um, exactly what you're talking about, but yeah, we won't go into detail. Um, and his <laughs> genuine answer, um, I would get him a ticket to see the Pet Shop Boys play at New Year's Eve 2021. Okay, Adam, I mean, what about yourself? Joke answer, and then also proper. Yeah, these, these aren't legally binding, either. these ones that where money is no object. No, 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 you don't, you don't have to buy the Pet Shop oh, Boys. Thank God. Thank God. No, also, it nice. could be like. Um, okay, right. Hmm, maybe this might be a tricky one. Well, wholesomely, I would say, like the last, like what, what, BM set that he needs or something. I don't know. It's the TARDIS that I need. There you go. That's that's the you're right. I spilt like spits over myself. Yeah, I got excited before the Doctor Who action figures. Yeah, yes, that'd be lovely. Beef, what about yourself? As a joke present, why we get Connor um, would be uh, the the largest ply toilet paper I could find because the man does monster shits. <laughs> I know this. I had too fair, too fair. I jokingly said to him that I was going to get him toilet paper for Christmas. I jokingly said to him that I was going to get. Him. So that was. If money was no uh, and the wholesome gift that I would get would be motorbike lessons and a motorbike, um, so he could do the trip that his dad would never do. I've never seen Connor on a motorbike. I was wondering how he think he'd do it on a motorbike himself. 
Do you think you'd be all right? Yeah. No, I, I think like. I th- I, th- I think you'd be one of those people that's scared to sort of drive in a sense. No, uh, maybe I'm wrong. But uh, my my my, so my joke gif as well. I, I'd struggle with the, I'd struggle with the impulse to GTA to some people, but <laughs> what to pull a gun out and just like <laughs> drive yeah, by? Yeah, drive by, yeah. Um, <laughs> and drive by on Newport Road. You know, I think I think my wholesome gift would be um, it's uh, it's sort of a, a, a fantasy and whatever. But you know, he understands this. Is just you a, dirty a, little bugger! No, what? No, what? No, what? You no, fucking perverted piece! No, of no, 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 no. No, but I mean, I mean, just like a, a nice Christmas, a, like a family Christmas with all of us and just being around and all that sort of stuff. That's the one gift I want to give him is just, you know, being a, having a nice Christmas day with, with all of us around. That's the one I want to give him because I think he needs to understand. Without, you know, this Christmas podcast, well, awesome, it is how loved he is by everyone here and how important he is to everyone. I think, you know, the one thing he's, you know, if I could give anything, I mean, the, the perfect Christmas day he could get because he deserves it. And some cock. That that would be that would not come from me. I'll say that now. But no, but I mean, I mean, you know, I'm not saying like directly given. <laughs> but no, that's what I would. That's what I give to Connor. I think he deserves to have a have a, have a lovely Christmas day. People that around him that loves him. All right, we'll beef right. away. So we won't we won't say beef next. Adam and Moon. What I would give you for Christmas as a joke would be an absolute bagger. And it's not a joke, but I'd say it wouldn't be the best gift I could give you. So that's why I'm saying that as a joke answer. Two seconds. I'd okay. say, I'd, I'd say it's the proper answer would be a Tesco meal deal. Because although it's not the same in terms of value as an absolute bagger, the sentimental value of a Tesco meal deal between you and I and the memes. How do you gauge like, points on this, Alex? Good sake. I feel would mean would mean a lot more to you than me just buying an absolute banger pizza. I mean, what do you say to that? What's the title? Yeah. No, but the sentimentality of you need to judge meal deals between me and Adam. There's there's a lot of sentimentality there. How how are you how are you pushing points on this? Is this going to be from the person who was receiving the the, 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 the fake gifts? There were no points. There were no points. There were no points. Just wholesomeness. Wholesomeness and memes. Um, but yeah, that's why I'd give it to you, Adam. Essentially, just food. But Dirk has been Alex food. the feeder. Shut up, Connor. What would you give Adam a mood for Christmas? Your joke answer and your uh, proper uh, joke answer. I'd force feed him more pizza. Um, <laughs> you see, it's the way to his heart. Um, oh no, he was forced to have pizza at the. Uh, Pizza Express. Yeah, also this weird garlic cheesy. I wasn't there. Um, Oh well, poor you. Um, So much more fun for that. (laughs) Shut your mouth, dude. Swine. Just saying, there was there was there was more tickets for other people. Also, also, Connor, it wasn't last week. It was weeks ago. What? Yes, it was. Today is Christmas Day, so it was a few. Weeks oh ago. fuck you! It's the twelfth of December. There you go. Sorry, no, I just no, the genuine gift would probably just have to be um, a puppet of Kermit. I just feel that that it, it just it treats it like I treat Alan. Oh God! Because um, Adam, if I'm not mistaken, you do have a, an animal puppet. Am I? I'm not saying for you to like yes, you know, I find do. it. You do have one. Is that is that correct? No. I do. Yes, I do. absolutely. Uh, John Cook, what would you get Adam Moon 
for Christmas? I mean, as a, as a joke present, I would get him a hard hat because he must walk into a lot of door frames. That's a smart answer. Smart that answer. would be correct. That would um, be a, as yes. As a genuine present, I would get him a personally recorded uh, Tom Baker commentary track for the Pyramids of Mars, the 13th season. Uh, oh, that's a, that's a hell of a gift. A hell of a gift. That's a oh, hell yeah. of a gift. Yeah, I mean, this is fantasy land, so I ain't got to fucking... Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, I mean, ads. To be fair, though, right, I'm going to ask. If you could get Tom Baker, would it be Paris Mars you wanted to record? Or is that... Because uh, I don't know much about... I don't know much about Tom Baker. I'm like, I mean, I, I mean, I'm pretty confident it would be Pyramids of Mars. No, I'm but right? I'm just... I'm just... Well, I get... Don't question it. Let the boy answer. I'm pretty confident it would be. Am I right? <laughs> Adam? Oh. It would be, um, and all the DVD commentary doesn't have Tom Baker on it. I think it's like Liz Sladen, Patty Russell director, Michael Sheard. So actually, Tom would have done commentary on it for her anyway. So because yes. I, I I was just wondering whether because I'd say I'm I'm a noob when it comes to this sort of stuff. Whether it's like a like a phenomenal story from a different episode where like some some shit oh, went but, down. But, but Pyramids of Mars is the Adam Mamoon story. Oh, I know, and Adam Mamoon. If I'm not mistaken, it was your debut on the Thomas Podcast episode. 11, That's correct. I had to make I my case. Think. This was yeah, to be fair, right? Sum, sum up this. I think that was the episode where we and Adam legit became friends because of all that we weren't really friends, we were acquaintances. And I texted her going, We're doing Prince of Mars, I know you're, I know you're a fan, just come on. And then from there, we just started talking and we became friends. So, just without that episode, we probably wouldn't have been mates. But John, those gifts are incredible. Pyramids of Mars is the not, thing that binds us all. Not, not, Do you regret doing it now, Adam? Not, not, not friends enough to know mm. that there's no other story that he would have chosen. No, no, I do know who would chose Prince of Mars. I was just wondering whether Adam wanted to know like a nugget of history that would have been on a different episode, if you know what I mean. I know Prince of Mars is his absolute like top tier favourite Tom Baker. You can't get better than that in Adam's eyes, but I was wondering whether there was like an anecdote from like Androids of Tar... No, obviously not. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I was, that's why I was like, I'm not undermining your gift. I was just wondering. That's all. I apologise. That was not my intention. Um, beef to you, yes. sir. What, what would you your joke present and your actual present to Mister Moon? <laughs> my joke present would be a device that would detect when anyone is taking a photograph that would go off when they're taking uh, for Adam, <laughs> so he can photobomb it. Adam oh, is a notorious photobomber. That, that, that would be my joke yes. present. My genuine present uh, about the thing that I think that Adam would want tremendously would be a lunch and a fitting session where June Hudson would make him an outfit. Yeah. So there'd be, there'd be a lunch and a fitting session and June Hudson would make an outfit for Adam Amoon. So right. that is a, that's a bagging present. You and John Cook have hit the nail on the head with those two things. Fucking hell. Um, Okay, um, as far as I'm aware, everyone has said what they get out of the moon. So next we'll move on to, uh, to John Cook. I think my joke present would be to you is that WWE start booking properly and Vince McMahon probably slowly retires and they actually start not stop releasing wrestlers because I know for wrestling fans it just put a lot of stress on our brains because we worry about everyone's health. And my real present to you, my friend, would be um, just... It sounds it sounds horrible, but just the biggest hug I can give you and all the respect I have for you as a human fucking being. It sounds wet and horrible, 
but that's what I, you know, that's what I'd say to you is just how much, you know, I appreciate you as a, as a per, you know, not only as, as a, I don't, it sounds dumb, but as sort of someone that's, you know, helped me through a lot of shit. Like the only thing, the only thing that would give that would mean any worth, apart from money, would be the fact I'm, that I could just talk to I, you I, and. I'm, I'm detecting a theme in terms of how much you're spending on these presents. Uh, I'd also because you've already got a PS5 though I need one a PS5 but already, you've already got one yeah. so but like no but just just to let you know how loved you are and I think that's my theme with presents it's not it's not the worth but it's it's the sentimentality behind them um, you know if I was to give a regular gift it would be just the, the love behind them and that sort of stuff and I think for you mate just, just to, for you to be around me and a friend I, I value you very much so just have that as a, as a just to let you know how much that means to me would be a be a, be the thing. So if that's the, the the dullest present of the bunch that the people name on this podcast, but there you go. Uh, I'll, I'll let I'll let anybody go next. Well, okay. My my joke present would be a device that would let John know what Sparky is thinking at any one point in space and time. I think to be fair, that would be banging. That would be banging. That would be banging. Um, because John has this idea of what Sparky thinks, but I really want to know. I want John to really know what Sparky <laughs> thinks. Like, so, so Beef, really, it's a gift for you. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, yeah. You know what? Yeah, oh, shit. So what? Get over it. Um, I think that would be the general gift. Um, the, the general gift that I would give that I think would be the best, you know, not just for us, but also for John, would be I'd love us for all to go on like a proper road trip, a proper long term holiday oh. trip with us all together with John. And I think that would be like making memories the most special times that would ever happen because yeah. John is a fucking ledge. Um, John, no, you know, uh, I'm just gonna say, I think you're in for a lot of this sentimentality. Can I, can I drive? Yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, and, uh, and yeah, Alex. Yeah, John, yeah, and John drives. Yeah. Oh, can we have a tow bar? Can we tow Alex? No, John. <laughs> I mean, see, 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 Alex ripping down the M5. <laughs> John, you know, that's a lovely thing, like two minutes ago. I'm now just picturing on the On the Buses movie. We're already sort of flies off and goes down a man <laughs> I, 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 I just I just see Alex on a tow rope behind the van oh. like sparks flying underneath um, uh, yeah superb um, oh. yes uh, Adam and Moon what would you get Mr John Cook as your joke and then real present my joke present would be a, com- um, a commentary track on Inferno by John Coleshaw where he does the voices of the third doctor and the brigadier and it's them recollecting their um their adventure of inferno in character and uh as not a joke i would give him the third doctor pudsy bear because they've got four ten eleven and thirteen although the one that john really wants is the third doctor therefore the third doctor pudsy bear they need to do one and I'm sure I'm sure they get to it at some, at some point. Uh, Mr. Connor Allen, what would you get? Joke present. I'm struggling for, to be honest. Well, then name your real present first. Well, oh, real present is similar to beef, where it literally just be a weekend, a few days away, all of us together, and I think that would just be, you know, yeah. a really lovely experience. 
um, rather than just a couple of hours in a pub every few months, you know? Yes. Um, joke present-wise. Oh. I, I, I know, I know what. Um, it's, uh, it's <laughs> a portrait of you shaking hands with a Doctor Who YouTuber. Um, and, and it would be perfectly captioned. But the YouTuber of your but, choice. <laughs> but it would also be painted in the style of um, The Last Supper. I, 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 know, I know exactly which YouTuber he's thinking of. And on, on, on the YouTuber's side, it would be um, certain individuals. And on, uh, on your side would be all of uh, us lot. Um, so um, I can't really say any much more than that. But I, yeah, I think you can uh, gather what my... Uh, yeah. I get where you're coming from. There we go. Right, next up is Mr. Beef himself. Uh, for me, I'd say my joke. This makes me feel immensely awkward. <laughs> my, my, my joke present would be a bottle of whiskey. Um, my main present would be uh, a move away from from where you, from where you are, in the sense of that Connor has told me that where you live is a very dangerous place. I think, in fair, you deserve. <laughs> To be fair, I think Beef deserves his own mansion, sort of like Batman. So I think if, if you can, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to, yeah, if you want to wish for me to have a bat cave, uh, a beef cave, that's uh, yeah, no, fine. Yeah. So my, my real gift would be the beef cave. I don't the know how funny. I don't know how funny this, but yeah, my joke answer. I don't know how I've stopped these. My joke answer would be the whiskey, and my real answer would be the beef cave. I think I would get. Him Although it's a sort of cross between the two. Yes, I'd say that's what I would go for. Is, is the beef cave? Oh, I feel immensely awkward about people saying they've been nice to me. Um, no. <laughs> Connor, you're next. This one. Tickets to the time fracture underwater menace experience. And your Seriously, I mean, the only thing that I think beef longs for in life, he doesn't even want the love of his family. He just wants beer or a whiskey. So I just think is you know I'm a man of simple pleasures. Just the case, just a case of uh, White and Mackay, I think, would just <laughs> yeah. And if you're listening to this at White and Mackay uh, on Twitter.com, uh, you can find me at Beefhead, uh, the Beefhead on Twitter.com. Yeah, I love your product. Yes, I'm not absolutely. used to people being nice to me. I like stop. Adam and Adam Moon, your turn. As a joke present, I would give Beef the Hawkman hovercraft cycle thing from Flash Gordon, and the yeah, that's that, that, that thing's like the Hawkman graph. God, whatever it was, whatever it was, um, and uh, then the joke will be. A video message from both Matt Berry and um, Tracy Ann Oberman together. Just a few minutes. Yes. And such. There we go. And I Two think, John. I'm not used to people being nice to me. This is John, awkward. And John Cook, uh, lastly, too. I mean, as a joke present, I would uh, buy beef some knee high boots so that his calves are uh, finally covered. <laughs> wow. Um, Wow! <laughs> in terms of a real present, I think um, a distillery tour, um, or maybe like an entire week touring Ireland's distilleries, uh, accompanied by Brian Blessed and Bonnie Langford, 
Ooh, would be um, would be quite appealing, I think. Can I spoil it by saying what I'd, what, what I'd love more than anything else? More than just a day spending it with my fantastic friends that I've got here this evening. Um, and just like, an, like I say, an extended trip just, just to spend all the time with you fine fellows and everything like that. that that's, that's all I want. My needs in life are few and simple, and that's it. And now Weekend at Butlins. Now, unfortunately, we land to me, so I feel bad at directing this one. So everyone wants to go first can, and we'll just let this go. As... All right, go on, Adam. Um, basically, the joke present and the, um, the actual present is basically one and the same. Okay. Can I have that? Yeah, you so can. So basically, I'd get you the Troy and Arbed in the morning mug, but I would stuff contents of a meal deal inside of the mug. Oh, no, no, that's, ba- that's pretty banging, that. I, I, I would love that, yeah. Only yeah. if, and this is the condition, is that, is that me and you get to make an Adam and Alex in the morning. Night. Sure. That, brilliant. Who wants to go next? Well, things that I would get you. John Cook, I think, is putting his finger up there to say... Oh! <laughs> um... As a joke present, I would get you um, a face mask of um, a relatively well-known Doctor Who YouTuber. Um, oh, God. Who will not be named. Yes. Um, as a real present, I would give you... How can I put this? Um, I would give you the 25 years experience that I have on you in terms of living life as a disabled person and the confidence that that brings and the robustness that that brings in terms of facing challenges and the hope that you would benefit from that experience. Because yeah, we get knocked back, we get pushed and beat about. And I think over time, you just learn to think a lot more in terms of fuck it. And I think that would benefit you a great deal. Absolutely, man. Also, I can't, I can't thank you enough uh, for even saying that. I go next! Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes of course you can. Oh. By the way, way Beef, they can't be two joke presents. It has to be a real present. They can't be two. <laughs> okay, well, the, number number one, my joke present, but it's also sort of like a real present, is the, uh, is, is, uh, the gift of fashion sense. <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, not being funny. Um, don't you actually have to have that in order to... I, I don't know. I, 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 do, not, do, you, do you not rate the fact that what it says on my Christmas jump proposal for Christmas is beer? That could have gone very wrong when you lowered the camera That's, there. Alex, Alex, the only shop you shop in is like Ellen, Ellen, uh, the I'm, Ellen I'm, store. I'm, I'm sat here in a Bedford pool sweater, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm... Alex, it's it's not being funny. You, you dress like a, a a lesbian, and I love lesbians. <laughs> uh, but uh, but you um, you you shop at the Ellen store and nowhere else. And um, just just so you know, like, and the same barbers. Um, Beef, beef, just so you know, those those people in those films that you watch that 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 claim to be lesbians, <laughs> that, that, that they ain't lesbians. Oh my god, they lied. Um, uh, if my honest gift was that you'd not be so down on yourself, Chief. 
Um, your top oh, trap. Man. And you. yeah, you need to be stopped doubting yourself so much. Yeah, you're a good chap. Yeah, thank you very much. And oh, yeah, yours, yeah, you, I love you very much. Uh, not in a good way, but um, <laughs> why are you gonna cry? Stop this. Stop so, yeah, so, stop being so down on yourself. Don't worry, my gift isn't as wholesome. Yeah, and really? uh, yeah, stop hanging around with Connor. Jesus, uh, he's a cunt. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And speaking of said, yeah, here comes Connor for the joke present and the real present. Treadmill. Smart. Smart. <laughs> I thought I th- you felt I thought Beef's joke was the mega legs from um Spy Kids 3. I thought that's what he was gonna go to. Ah, no, 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 no. The legs from um the trousers from the wrong trousers. To be fair, if I had those <laughs> I'd be very happy if I had those. It's like a piece of memorabilia. What are you talking about? Like if they were real and if they were like... Oh, no, real. Okay. Go Robin Banks. Put a little glove on your head. Right, okay. pretend you're a little chicken. Yeah. That would go quite nicely with my joke present because somebody else would get the blame. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, I'd give you all the love that you know that people have for you. But you don't feel it. Oh. What? Why are you guys trying to cry? This and you know crazy. how much people care about you. I mean, basically, basically, what you listeners, basically, what you're all picking up from here is that we all already have PlayStation Fives. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, but you prefer petrol boys tickets to a PlayStation Five, wouldn't you? Oh yes, any day. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, turbo abso- mounted PlayStation. Absolutely. 5. I mean, I didn't know that John's question. Uh, yeah, things, I want, things I want: uh, more Twitter followers uh, and a sponsorship from Wes and Mackay. I didn't know that John's John's message on this was so emotional wreck. But uh, I, mean, I mean, one or two accounts that could give you a hint on more Twitter followers. Uh, you know, like could the New Year see beef with more cleavage on uh, on, on, on Twitter? <laughs> beef. My, t- oh, no. my, 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 my tits are something to behold. <laughs> I just beef. spat that fucking everywhere. Uh, the beef twenty twenty two at the beef twenty twenty two calendar is, is a thing. The beef tits. <laughs> milk, milk that piece of beef. Milk me, oh. baby. <laughs> okay. Milky, milky. Lovely. <laughs> 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 oh, I can feel my areolas pricking up at the sound of that. Um, How do you know Alfonso Areola? Apologies, uh, apologies to our younger listeners for that 1992 comedy reference. So this is the third and final pitch meeting of the evening. Uh, and... Uh, it is the best Christmas film. Now, John, because I know yours, I am going to ask you to go first because, in a sense, we do share this. But I don't want to say to everyone else that does not mean he's going to win. It depends on his his ability to pitch this to me, in which he will win. If, if you guys come up with a better pitch and overall how you how you, just, how you describe it, no, you I, I, I feel I, I feel this handicaps me in a way, but I, I, I'm 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 okay. With no, that. no, I don't know at all. Like, if, if, no, it's, everyone is on the same level playing field. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. Okay. So, um, it's a wonderful life. I mean, I could wax lyrical about this film for hours and hours and hours. 
at one day, at one some point, I intend to write a book about this film. Um, firstly, it's not just the best Christmas film of all time, it's the best film of all time. It has the greatest protagonist that we've ever seen in cinema in George Bailey. We have a man who is flawed, a man who through circumstances and through luck and through chance is having the worst day possible. It's somewhere that any one of us could have find ourselves at some point. It's some. It's a path that any of us can tread. You know, we can all put ourselves in position. It's like the most, the ultimate identifiable character, if you like. And yeah, essentially George Bailey has the worst day of his life. It leads him to a point of desperation, which again, any of us can reach if circumstances reach us to that point. And at that point, a guardian angel comes down and shows him what the world would be like without him. This all sounds so bleak, but it's <laughs> such a fucking positive message. And I think it's something that we all need reminding, not just everybody in this Zoom, everybody listening, everybody in the fucking world needs to, a reminder now and then that actually, although we may feel insignificant, although we may feel like we don't matter, we touch people's lives in ways that we will never understand, in ways that we will never know. There's somebody out there who, when they hear a certain song, they think of you and they smile. There's somebody out there who, when they read a certain book, they think of you and they smile. They remember a joke, they think of you, they smile. And that's what this is all about, really. It's about how, no matter how significant or insignificant you feel, no matter how significant or insignificant you may appear to be on a world stage, there are people out there to whom you are the world. And on top of that, this is a film that stands up to repeat viewing. I've watched it 50 plus times in my fucking life. Every time I watch it, there's something new. There's something little touch in there that I spot. And it's like, I've never noticed that before. Like, you know, for example, I watched it on Monday. You know, I watch it a couple of times every Christmas. I watch it on Monday. And the little bit in the bar when George is praying, never spotted that before. Never noticed that before. Jimmy Stewart is, of course, phenomenal as... George Bailey, our identification character. And every time that the camera lingers on him, you can see into his soul, you can see exactly what's going on, you can see and feel everything that is going on in his heart and soul. Yeah. And every single one of those side characters in the space of an hour and 40 minutes is fleshed out. We know exactly what the motivations are. We know exactly where they're coming from. It's something that a lot of modern filmmakers could learn from. And this is a film that says more about the power of community, about the power of social justice and the importance of mental health than pretty much anything that's made today does. And it's yep. fucking 75 years old. You know, it's more switched on to mental health than people that are actually trying to make fucking films about mental health today. Absolutely. Um, next up, I will go That's to... Basically, best film ever made. And... It's in my top ten. If the points, if the points go to somebody else, 
I'm not going to say I don't mind that because I probably will mind that. But in my heart of hearts, I don't mind because I know I'm fucking right. Yeah, absolutely. And then John knows that everyone knows here it's a hard mountain to climb for them to beat John because John and I and everyone else knows this, one of my favorite friends of all time as well as John. You can watch it, even though it's Christmas film, you can watch it at the time of the year and still cry, I, emote, and watch yeah, it. I, and I, still... could, I, I could literally write a fucking book on it and I'm determined to do so one day. I'm, I'm absolutely determined to do so. Because in a sense as well, um, I'd seen it before I met John, but I, I didn't see it in the way John saw it until I met him last year. And he said, well, sort of look oh, at it. Nobody, this, nobody this. sees things in the way that I see them. <sighs> Jesus That's Christ. true. <laughs> that is true. But, Jesus Christ. but I mean, John told me to look at it. To, look, give it a, like, yeah, cause I, was, I enjoyed it as a Chris film, but like, I noticed it as new light. And, and, yeah. For the beauty honestly, that it is. Honestly, if you've watched it as a Christmas film and had it on in the background and been like, oh, that's nice, do yourselves a favour, people, and yeah. for once, sit there and focus and watch it as something deeper. And it really is that fucking deep of a story. My next up, Beef, I'm sorry, but it's you, mate. You've got to try. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, I've, I've got to do something. It's just like, yeah, I, I've got to try. And, I'm not going to shit on John's choice, not at all. Sorry, guys. No, but I, 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 for me, I'm going to choose Miracle on 34th Street. Um, choice. Good choice. Which one? It doesn't matter which one. Because it, ah, yes, okay. it does. Right. yes, it does. Yes, it does. No, because the, the thematics are synonymous. It's, yeah. Yeah, we are just by nature of whether it was the old version or the new version. It's uh, there's an association with Christmas that just goes with consumerism. <coughs> just a, yeah, the acquisition of wealth, the acquisition of possessions, and that should mean something to you and make you feel better. And it's not. It's it's the belief that there is something better, that there's a there's a truer sense of self. And it's a belief to prove that without, in the absence of evidence, that there is something good, that there is something happy, and there is something nice and Absolutely. honest that associates with Christmas. And it's the feeling that, you know, you can have family you can have possessions you can have friends and everything like that and nothing is in nothing is outside outside of the realms of possibility because it's just the power of um good feeling good nature absolutely that can exist and that's in a court of law to show that you can have that so I would say Miracle on 34th Street is, uh, is it's a pure concept. It's a pure thing delivered that you can take away with it and say, yeah, do you know what? Yeah, I, I do. I, I believe in Christmas. I believe in things that I cannot feel, I cannot quantify. And to just feel good about my friends and my family is not wrong. Yeah, abs- absolutely. If you ever want to see how fantastic actors are and how brilliant they are in their craft, it's a weird double bill, but watch 10, Willi- 10 Riddington Place and follow it up with the 19... 19- okay, yeah, fine, yeah. Dumb it down, yeah, yeah make, it, make, make it great about the killing 
A single. Well, no, 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 no. This is yeah. my point, right? If you want to see how brilliant actors are, yeah, yeah, watch Ten Millington Plays. Watch Miracle on Full Street. Full Street, and then tell me that Richard Attenborough is not one of the fucking greatest actors. Yeah. Born to play yeah. a fucking role because yeah. he's utterly convincing as Christie. Santa Claus with abortions. Absolutely, but because I know Adam's, I'm going to show on Adam's answer. I'm going to go to you next, Connor. Um, Ross Kemp was a Christmas Carol. No, um, <laughs> it's a cautionary tale. <laughs> Scrooged, boy. Okay, okay, yeah, I know. Uh, obviously, to, for a, a bit of a, for a bit of a preface, this I know that obviously Connor is a big Bill Murray fan, loves Ghostbusters one and two, love yeah. the new one, love the new one as well. Afterlife, we didn't do a podcast. I did, yes, I did share the tear and uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, generally though one of my favourite moments of the year was watching Connor watching Ghostbusters Afterlife and that's not a joke that is him seeing the pure love that he has for that franchise was immensely to immensely you know a, a lovely thing to see and just overall it's a uh, beautiful film yeah absolutely I, I agree with you absolutely um, you can't really get much better as a sequel what 20 years on from the, the last, last what 30 years on from the last one 36. 36. No, 36. 37. 37 years on from the last one. But yeah, Scrooge, Scrooge has nothing to do with Ghostbusters, but it has been. No, but it does have ghosts and Bill Murray. Um, it's, I, I mean, I love, the, I love the story of, I mean, I love the story of um, A Christmas Carol anyway. And I think it's just a wonderful story. And it's a, it's a great story about redemption. Um, and I think Scrooge is my favourite version of it because mainly the modernised at the time um, take on it and Bill Murray and just the humour in it. And also it's got a great um, song to go with it. Put a little love in your, in your heart. heart. <laughs> <laughs> when they watch it at the beginning. It's, like, it's, not, it's, it's, it's when he's got this thing above his desk that sent across things you know people do. Uh, yeah, when he literally tells people to staple staple antlers on the fucking mice. <laughs> Absolutely, see, it's just, it's just great. <laughs> it's just brilliant, and it's just got the it's got the Bill Murrayisms in there as well, where you know there were certain lines or certain uh, mannerisms that were just on the spot, weren't in the script, and it was just Bill Murray doing his thing. It's absolutely oft overlooked classic. That's for Abs- sure. absolutely, and you know, I think for you, Connor, is that is it's that, a toaster. It's one of those films that you haven't. I mean, I know, I know what Adam's going to do. You know, um, I, and I the, still want to meet Karen Allen. I, I still want to meet Karen Allen, and I want her to call me Lumpy when I do. But you want I mean, you know, you know, I think, I think that um, her name is Karen Allen. I bet she doesn't look like <laughs> Karen Allen. Um. <laughs> But overall, I think, you know, in general, it's one of those films that, like, like John said, stands the test of time, and in a sense, even more so, more relevant now than when it was released. Yeah. You know? And I think it's. I think it's more accessible as well when it is um, a comedy. And and and, 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 with... and you know that me and John are absolutely all about accessibility. Um, it's, one of, but... it's one of about memories, right? The first, <laughs> the first time I watched that, I tell you what, I remember. First time I watched that, it was a Christmas Eve and it was over my nan's house. Because I'd, I'd gone over to my nan's to deliver some cards and stuff. Christmas, not Christmas Eve, 1991. It was on BBC One and we sat and watched it together. 
and it was brilliant. And she was a cracking old bird, my nan. She used to sit there and drink sweet cans of Guinness of a night, and uh, yeah, she actually. And that was um, that was the last Christmas that we actually had with her. She she passed the next year, but. It's like that couple of hours just sitting there watching this film that she maybe didn't understand all the little nuances of when I was, you know, when I was about 14. And yeah, it's fucking lovely. Wonderful memory. And, and you know, so you're going to have memories about experiencing these things with your family. Absolutely. Um, and I, you know, well, it's, 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 it's quite easy. Adam's choice is um, Tokyo Drift, um, Fast and Furious 4. That's right. <laughs> um, Adam, Adam we look behind you. Uh, Adam, we look behind you, and it is, the, it is the difficult choice of every year that I have, which my Christmas film. I tell you what, it'd be fucking funny if it's not. But I mean, Adam, I assume you're going to talk about which film. <sighs> I'm going to talk about John Cook wins because in that movie, we basically centre around these five individuals who record a Christmas podcast and, you know, they do quizzes. They talk about, you know, what we'd give each other for Christmas. And um, this amazing lad called John Cook puts a brilliant case for It's a Wonderful Life. And we all agree with him. And he is the winner. There we go. Um, Mortal Kombat! Adam, I hate to say it, but we need more than that, bud. Okay, fine. All right, all right. In, in all seriousness, you know, I'll put my joke on side. The Muppet Christmas Carol is my <sighs> Christmas Um, It's a beautiful blend of um, Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol meeting the group brilliant Jim Henson's Muppets. Um, if the film invites you into this wonderfully, wonderfully put together winter like village, uh, so immediately you kind of, you know, you feel it Christmassy, you see the winter village, you see the puppets in action. And um, I think I just want to give a shout out to the puppeteers who just, you know, they, they do more than just kind of, you know. Move Hello, uh, and, the, and the dialogue is actually directly, uh, sorry. Because when when I was in college, I did a, a a version of Christmas Carol on stage. I did Scrooge. Scroo- this is like yeah, this is like old school beef and everything like that. And when you do a production of a Christmas Carol, we uh, we you have to have the the Charles Dickens Society come over there and give it the the nod, give it the approval, you and give it the thumbs I, up. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And I did that and everything like that. So there's so much like when I did it. You have to the, the dialogue. There's a certain amount of stuff that you have to have taken from the text of the book, put into the the adaptation of the stage, and it is like word for word perfect. Because I can without like like I watched a Muppets Christmas Carol, I and I can like do bits of the dialogue for Baton because it is dialogue from Charles Dickens that is taken straight off the page. And put straight into the film. It is very fucking accurate. It is massively accurate to the dialogue that you get from the book. It is. It's easy for like the Muppet Christmas Carol to basically be a Christmas Carol gone wrong, or like it's almost like a, a feature length Muppet Show sketch. But as Beef was saying, it's very loyal and almost word for word from the source material itself, and pays respect yeah, to that, and still proper. carries that on. It's a proper homage. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, even to the point where you have seen only like, to the point know, that it has it, the, the only thing that it is it, it, where it says Muppets, that's the only thing that distinguishes it from being a 
on-screen representation of a Christmas Carol. From being the Alice Sim version. Yeah, yeah. From being the Alice Sim version, the seventh in the Albert Finney version, from it being the the uh, George C. Scott version, and everything like that. There's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing that is just a case of some lines are delivered by felt puppets. And you believe them, and it's just as believable as if it were Alistair Sim or such, you know, that's what I think is generally brilliant about it. And like, that's what the, you know, the puppeteers, you know, they breathe life into these characters and you believe in them and you're with them just as much as you are Michael Caine in the movie as Ebenezer Scrooge, who I think gives a very good, very solid turn as uh, the character. Um, I love the soundtrack, you know, One More Sleep Till Christmas, always, you know, I get it in the fields every single time. Um, Cause just, just, you know, that imagery of Cupboard the Frog dressed as Bob Catcher, you know, in the winter village, it's beautiful. And it's sort of like that Christmas hug, you know, whatever, whatever you watch it. Um, yeah, it's will be directed by Brian Henson, who directed this one. Um, everyone brings this production to life brilliantly. Um, is there anything else I need? To, oh, well, Tiny Tim, you know, the fact was it, that was it did, one of the uh, was it one of the last ones that the Henson company did in the UK before they went back to America as well? I believe so, yeah. I it was produced in the UK as driving. well, yeah. Producing yes, the UK, yeah, so just... like embracing the Charles Dickens side of it because it was fully immersed in the UK culture and the you know the the, the British aspect of the Charles Dickens aspect, um, the, 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 the the framing of it, and of course you get Michael Caine's in there, so yeah, you know one of the King Brits. Uh, anyways, um, I think the Muppets, each Muppet, I think suits the respective Christmas Carol characters they play like Statlin Waldorf being the Marlies and um Cabot Frog as Bob Cratchit um and such I think it's great um yeah as I said the songs are heartwarming it's a wonderful production and it will always catch you in in the feels in any given if any given moment and I just always anticipate watching it every Christmas so if Alex gives any of us no point he can get fucked, really. We should all get the same points. Right, come on in, Alex Kingdom. Are you giving all the points, or is there oh, no points that. allocated so, for this round? So, so my points are unfortunately... Everyone should get equal points, because they, they, you they, they, be they, just like a monster otherwise. They, they, they don't get equal points. Like, you know, oh, winners, well, then you're a monster. The winners of this don't get anything extra than the losers. However... It would be wrong of me at this time to vote against John and It's a Wonderful Life because I would be lying to myself that that is perhaps one of my favorite films of all time. I think, like John says, it is the perfect thing about the human condition, about how people feel like they're insignificant, but actually you're significant to the people around you. It doesn't really matter about how significant you are to the world at large, but actually the people that you are significant to in your life. Genuinely, genuinely, people, if you have any shit time, and you know, some people do have a shit time over Christmas. Let's not get it. Yeah, have a look at Alex Alex's Facebook profile. <laughs> if you're having a shit time, watch that film. Yeah. And it will give you some fucking validation. Absolutely. And I think overall it just sums up. I think it's the perfect message for any film is that everyone matters in every sense. And not even any capacity, is that everyone matters because even if you feel like you don't feel love at Christmas or any time of the year, so whatever happens to you, that will affect 
at least somebody who knows you, whatever. And I think that's the most important thing course, about Christmas. I mean, is... I, I mean, of course, it's a double-edged sword. If you're, if you're a bit of a cunt, you're a negative place. Absolutely, but, you know. <laughs> I'm saying nothing. That that just entirely just that film yeah. entirely just makes you. Yeah, we're, makes, we're, we're, we're not calling it. Yeah, Alex, come on, get to the point, Chief. It, it sounds it sounds dumb to say that life. That, that I'm first, getting bored now, Alex. That makes me think about life and how important that you know everyone is to to life, and it sounds dumb. But as Alex, you're killing my bone. Uh, shut up, as someone that's had you know a difficult. My year, Christmas bone is gone. Shut up, beef. That's what's sail, sail away, sail away, sail away. As someone's, had, as someone's had a difficult year themselves, and what you know, as, as people have said in this podcast already, people that have had worried about self worth and how much they matter about certain things. It, it's a film that reminds me is that everyone's important, at least in some capacity, and what you do in life is worth it, you know. Um, everyone's impotent. So. But for the benefit of those not watching on the video variety, Alex is now having another apple shot. Yeah, absolutely. I'm out of alcohol now. I have to give the part to John Cook because if I didn't, I'd be lying to myself. I'm out of alcohol, so I won't be going soon. Adam, I give you, I give you the second point because this is Carol. I probably say. Is how does this It's the best, it's the most fun film I watch at Christmas in the sense of like that's the film I watch to put myself up, put a bit down. I put my Christmas carol on. Wow, you've it. never seen Santa, uh, Father Christmas, uh, Santa mm-hmm. versus the Martians. Um, easy there, Geordie LaForge. We're back to we're back to the four, and I uh, we've got one more, uh, we've got one more pitch meeting to give, but this one I think we'll be more of a unanimous one. I also okay. want to. Like John said about being positive, I really want to hear your most positive Christmas song. We start with the most negative. I want to hear you one that gives you the buzz of Christmas, one that makes you feel happy. Once we want to dance, give me your answer. It doesn't need to be a discussion. This one's not for point, just for just for good vibes. What John, what would you say is your favourite Christmas song? Oh, it's Darlene Love, um Christmas Baby Come Home. Good um, shout, good I, I mean, like I had an experience about 10 years ago when I walked into HMV in Oxford Street about three weeks before Christmas, just as that was starting to play on their fucking tannoy, and it sent a fucking shiver down my spine. Yeah. And it is just Christmas personified. Absolutely. Be for by yourself. For me, it's uh, Johnny Mathis, When a Child is Born. Um, I'm very prejudicial on this. I don't care because... <laughs> It was always my favourite Christmas song and it was never Christmas until I heard that record played. When my son was born, it was the G4 version of that song that was played. Uh, When my son was born in my lounge, uh, it was a home birth and everything like that. Um, The thing that it says, black, white, anything, no one knows, but a child will be born and everyone is everyone's neighbour. It is, um, it just emotes a thing that is like, we're, we're all a person, we're all a, a unit all together and everything like that. It's, uh, J- yeah, Johnny Mathis, from me to, you know, I ride and die on that fucking thing, man. Um, yeah, so there's, there's nothing that can ever, ever, ever beat that for me because I just have it's, I'm so emotionally invested. Literally, when, when my, my son, like, I've got 
I've got three children. I've got two daughters. I've got a son. And it was always my song. And then I'd just laugh, have him being born when that particular song was being played, just like, you can't make that shit up. No, absolutely You not. cannot do that. And it's just like, yeah, it will always have a, an amazing emotional uh, resonance for me. Yeah. But also for the message that it gives of everything and everyone being everyone's neighbour and everything. Yeah. You can't have a bigger song of unity than uh, Johnny Mathis. Adam and Moon, yourself. You felt Chris's song. Well, if he picks one that was played for the, when my uh, child was born, it's weird. <laughs> what, are you, what are you saying, Mr. Maroon? What are you saying? Focus on. Walking in the Air by Alice Jones. I feel attacked. <laughs> so, um, it's, it's written by David Bowie. No, no, no. David, David Bowie goes up in Alex's attic and said, yeah, I've got this thing. It's just that no, stuff. Um, <laughs> without joking, I understand your decision. Uh, explain. Um. Um, well, there are some t- there are some times when you feel that you are f- literally walking in the air, and you're high, you're high, as high as you can be, and you are riding that, and you 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 know it can be for ten minutes, it could be for an hour, it could be for twenty four hours, you know. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That thing, that that's the one. Funny film, yo. Jump and I could fly. There we go. Walking in the air, Alan Jones. Mine's a bit more, you know, silly in that sense, but my favorite is Shaken Stevens, Merry Christmas, everyone. Because I feel like it's some sort of Christmas to me is that everyone has a good time. Hopefully. Record but Carolina that song is records swaying, uh, you know, records playing, rumors swaying, records playing. Is that every you know, the songs, the room, the vibes are just really good, they're fun. It's a great time of year. I love it, and you know, I just wish Merry Christmas everyone, even though they so you know, I saw I thought, you know, in the sense of I the song is sort of obviously set on Christmas, but even if you you don't celebrate Christmas, you're a different religion or whatever. You know, celebrate the holidays in the sense of, you know, this is a good time of year just to reflect, especially in the last couple of years. We've gone through a lot of shit with the COVID crisis, whatever. Is that song to remind me of the happy times of friends, family, having a good time, remembering what exactly matters in life? And that song just reminds me of, you know, everyone's having a good time. It's Christmas. <laughs> but like, I think that song just reminds me of everything that Christmas is about, um, you know. It just gives you the good vibes, it, you know, makes you feel happy. Um, and I, it just gives you those, like, there's no, there's no winner of this one. It's just what we love about Christmas. Um, that songs are up. All the good songs you have to hear, the lyric I love, because there are a lot of songs that Christmas... Like Doctor Who, everything has been pointless up until this point. Shut up, Beef. <laughs> um, this isn't for the quiz. First of all, John and Connor won that quiz by, like, seven points. So. Shut up. You wouldn't have won anyway. I'm claiming a moral victory, but <laughs> <like> decency and <laughs> good considering, taste. Considering my my teammate was slaughtered from about an hour in, I'm I'm I'm, I'm taking that. You know, this year. Jesus Christ, Christ, Alex! Did somebody drop a tab into your apple sours? Yeah, This is the closest podcast of the set in 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 in. Alex is the Grinch, and his heart just grew three sizes. It's just like waxing lyrical. It's just like 
Fuck off. Um, Alex is harsh. Growing three sizes. I'm sorry. His chest about to explode. Okay. But thank oh, you, dear one, listener, one, for yeah, stopping yeah, by. Once I spike you, you shall know you've been spoken to. Um, but next thing is, I've mean, sort of touched on this already, but the best thing about Christmas, um, I'll let John go first because he's in my top left. Best thing about Christmas? Yeah. I'm not going to go to fucking work. <laughs> Fair enough. Beef yourself. It's pretty much what John said. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like I either work, I'm not at work, and I'm not at work, and I'm with, uh, you know, my child. So, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Adam, yourself. That's pretty much it. Because obviously, you, Adam, as well, you're in a very different situation to where you were last year. Obviously, this time last year, when you're last year, uni deadlines, that sort of thing, and there's this the stress of that. It's now uh, we're working as, stiff. <laughs> I, I, as someone that can appreciate that, as it were, not in that third year yet, but as someone that can appreciate deadlines and the importance of uni deadlines and whatever. What is team now? Has it changed at all? What matters to you about Christmas at that time, or is it the same sort of same sort of situation? Or? It gives me more time to jump on Zoom, to talk with friends, to be with you. Uh, and we're kicking off right away with this re- recording of the Christmas podcast. And there'll be many, many um, Zoom meetings, many a banter flowing, many Christmas memories shared, what we got, what we did, how we partied, how we how we wanted to cap off the year. And that's what we'd all be sharing and all that kind of thing. So yes, it's time to do it. It's time to pause and reflect. Absolutely. absolutely. And of course, get time off work like John and Tim have wonderfully said. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm sort of similar to last year in the sense of that. It's just a nice time to sort of sit back and enjoy. You know, as, as a kid, you sort of always have that speciality of being able to enjoy Christmas but as a young adult or an adult as as John and, and Beef and yourself have said that you obviously work and that is that as someone in second year now when uni matters is that it's nice to have that time to have that break and have that time to just enjoy the the, the festive season. I've always put I've always put my family above work and, that, and that's what it is it's just having the time to spend away from that and with my family and realizing why I go to work Absolutely, um, absolutely, mate. And I think you know you've you've said that. <laughs> and obviously, I know, I know you're sort of. I know obviously this podcast I like to choke and all that, but this is what this podcast is for. Is that like I love? I just it sounds horrible. It sounds bizarre, but I love people, and I just want people to be happy. You know my family. My family's your family, and everything. I know. Like I know. Like, I, I, I love the beef household. I love. I love. I love Adam's family. I love John's family. I love everyone. I love everyone involved because you guys saw my family. Which I said earlier on, but uh, for me, I think Chris is that's how to reflect, which Michael says now when I won't say it's any other podcast until next year. Is that I love you all. I love everyone about this. I love everything about this time of the year because you get to reflect and you get to you get to look forward to what's possible. Um, and like John said to me earlier on, is that being, being you know, obviously being disabled, um, you got to look forward, you got to look positive to the people that look at you no different to anyone else. Um, it so, sounds so, so you love everyone now on the cunt of the year, right? So, this is our segment called Cunt of the Year, which is nowhere a rip off of a Channel 4 uh show, uh, in which they r- make a special award similar to this. My cunt of the year goes to uh, former health secretary Matt Hancock. Um, because for me, I think 
as somebody in that position during the current crisis, you can't make those mistakes. And thoroughly, I wasn't obviously let down by him because I didn't trust him as far as I could throw him. But I think those mistakes he made were abhorrent and ridiculous. But he entirely disrespected the entire British public by what he said and what he did earlier on in the year. And I can't, I can't name anybody else worse than that. As the health secretary during a pandemic, he is for me the cunt of the year. Adam Amun, yourself. Who are you naming as the cunt of My the year? My one is Nick Fletcher. Oh. Who? The, uh, the MP that made the argument about that uh, Doctor Who, um, oh. about the, 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 the losing the, the, the whole crime thing, is that it drives men into crime. That is a good shout. That, what, that guy. It speaks volumes is... that, like, two weeks on, I'd forgotten his fucking name. <laughs> that, that, is a, that is a good I had to look, to be fair, I had to look up his name to be honest but <laughs> I, I knew who I knew, I knew that he made that illogical yeah. stupid argument and it was highlighted on the last leg as well and uh, yeah many many problems in his argument uh, yeah absolutely um, uh, is there anything else you want to say about him or is it just that comment specifically we can discuss or I don't. I don't think there's any more that I could say. But um, other than he did make a stupid illogical argument, um, and obviously it's turned into a meme in the Doctor Who community. You know, Absolutely. oh, you know, uh, even Jodie Whittaker. So uh, don't forget to submit to the official crime YouTube channel. Yeah. Some, I, or, yeah. yeah. Uh, B, next to you, who are you nominating as cunt of the year? Um, this year and every year going forward from now on to perpetuity would be cancer. Smart. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That, that, that's it. You know, too many people, too many friends, lost suffering from it. There are people that, you know, that we know in the Doctor Who community who are in the middle of it at the moment, who are running through with it. And I, you know, I, you know, as much as I, you know, you know, we've all lost people through that. And I think all of us have been touched by it in some way, shape or form. So, yeah. Um, and there are people who are in the community that I know actively who I speak to on a regular basis or see here and there. And um, to say that I'm not going to see those people again is also massively heartbreaking. Um, yeah, that will for always be and ever will be my ongoing and future and past selection for Cunt of the Year will be cancer. There, 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 are, there are people in the Hugh community who we know. There are people who we've lost to the Hugh community via that. There are people in our own personal lives who we have lost by that. It's, it's too much of a thing to say, yeah. That's the biggest cunt that's going. Um, I think no one could beat that. But John, John, I know obviously I've one more. I'll say this now. I'll say this podcast. There is no winner of cunt of the year. This is just us saying four different people or, or, or things that are cunt of the year. But John, what is your cunt of the year? 
I don't really know how I can follow that. Uh, this is an individual, but it personifies a greater problem. Um, so my cut of the year is Noel Clark, but it personifies something wider. Um, obviously, as of yet, nothing has been proven against Mr. Clark, so he is innocent until proven guilty. But here is a man who has supposedly abused his position of influence over women for a number of years, for a decade and a half, if you like. Um, and then you look at something that was going on at around the same time, you look at the murder of Sarah Everard, and it's all part of a wider problem. And so my cunt of the year is anybody who has ever said not all men. Because we know that not all men are abusers. None of us here are fucking rapists, abusers, murderers. We're all sound guys. But we also know that we all have a duty to call out our fucking mates. Yep. Which I like, actually, we've done, we've done, we've done that. We, and we know, between ourselves, we know that's happened. Everybody, everybody, yeah. everybody knows somebody, either a colleague or a member of their extended family or somebody, that they, they don't entirely trust. They wouldn't want their wife or their girlfriend or their daughter getting a lift home with that individual. We've all got a fucking duty to call those bastards out. We've all got a duty to own those bastards. We look around, even just looking around the Doctor Who community, it's a very difficult place for women. And you look at certain individuals, you look at certain men, and you go to yourself, Jesus fucking hate Christ. Um, you know, I, I, I know I speak for myself, I know I speak for Beef, and I speak for the other two guys as well, in terms of there are women in this community who we go the fucking extra mile to protect. Yeah. You know, we look out for, we take them under our wing. We make sure they're okay. I can honestly say, and this is inside or outside of the Doctor Who community, I do not know a woman who has not had a negative experience to some degree with men. And that can range from just dodgy comments or sending pictures online, shall we say, to the most vile physical abuse that you can come across. And for too long, men as a whole have shrugged their shoulders and gone, well, I'm not a rapist, I'm not an abuser, and that's enough. And it's fucking not, because the time's come for all of us to actually start calling out the people that we know that are fucking dodgy. Because it doesn't start with rape, it doesn't start with abuse, it doesn't start with murder. It starts with a dodgy little comment here and there that goes unchallenged, and they get away with it, and they go, oh, well, that's fucking fine then. 
So we'll move on. The cumulative thing, yeah. We'll be a little bit creepy with somebody in a bar and that's fucking fine because nobody's told us to fuck off and we'll move on. And that's how it works. You know, nobody is born committing the most vile fucking crimes against women. It's a stuck-in sliding scale, and it's a sliding scale of things that we as men let people get away with, and the time has fucking come to stop that. So, yeah, my cunt of the year is anybody that's ever sent a fucking dick pic. It's anybody that's ever been overly creepy with a woman and made somebody feel scared in a public place. And it's anybody that sat there in the face of a woman that said, oh, so-and-so did this, and gone, oh, not all men, or, oh, he was fine with me, because we're part of the fucking problem and not part of the solution. I think I'll say the one thing... We all know the kind of people that we're talking about. We won't go into names, but we yeah. all know people that have had negative experiences as part of this community. Yeah. And... Yeah, abusing. Uh, abuse of position, status, you know, or just like something that's, uh, yeah, inherent ability to do such a thing. Yeah. And, you know, I know that I named and shamed... Noel Clark at the start of this. We'll see what fucking happens there. But that's a, that's a personification of the yeah. wider fucking yeah. in this community. The fact that if, if one thing this year has done, it's it shone a light upon things that should be fucking addressed. Yeah. And, it's something uh, that, and, and it's something that for too long only women have been speaking about. And it's time for us as men to actually start fucking speaking about it because it's not just their problem. It's ours as well. Because I, you know, I get a lot of fucking cocks sent through to my fucking inbox, and I'm not, just not having it anymore. I'm sorry. What, 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 <laughs> John, look, it's a beautiful penis. Look, if you want to share it, oh, look, fair play to you. I can curb the thing that Beef has said, but I think well, John's penis it. is beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. But one thing I'll say. <laughs> Don't don't apologise for for, say, for for saying yeah. that at all. Um, and I think I was supposed to say no. Like, I, no, the reason the reason I apologise is that it makes people uncomfortable. And you know, okay, maybe it's supposed to make people feel uncomfortable, and it feels like I'm tiring everybody with the same brush, and I'm not. But it's about the fact that everybody's got a fucking. But if anyone can take that, take something from that, and actually think, do you know what? Yeah, I might have thought this in one way, or thought that in another aspect, or just like made an excuse or an apology for someone in a situation that actually it's not quite right. Then, then that's what that's yeah. Then this is what it needs to do, and that's how it needs to be moving forward. Look at your homies, talking... look at your bros. Yeah. Sometimes look at your own yeah. behaviour yeah. and actually go to an outsider. Yeah. How does that yeah. fucking appear? Look. Somebody that doesn't know me, how does that fucking appear? Because there are so many people in this community that fucking freak women out and I just want to fucking chin them all. Yes. Everyone can have a great Christmas. They can have a not so great Christmas. They can have a Christmas that is a thing in but name only. Uh, Alex is going to post links to numbers that if you do feel 
that you need support over Christmas. He's going to post all those numbers in the links to the this podcast on the YouTube comments and on the Spotify and any other things or whatever. And know that you are validated as a person. And if you're listening to this, well, then, yeah, first of all, yeah, well done. Your life choices not necessarily mine, but yeah, well done for you. And, uh, um, you know, you can reach out to the people who are here, but also there are better, there are massively better qualified than certainly me. And Alex will include those numbers in the descriptions of this podcast. We'll see you in the new year. We choose love here. You're always welcome here, whatever, whatever you're into, whether it's oh, well, welcome, whatever is that always here. There's always a place for you. And we'll see you guys on the new year. Take care. I'll leave John to give the outro. Don't have nightmares. Do sleep well. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Holy fucking home.